Hey guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time. If my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG, grip it and wear it. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen, that's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy, I like playing games, I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it's, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need, because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? 
What's up, player? Do 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 do. Call the cops. There's a plant singing. That's the name of the van, you freak. Oh, she like Mr. Bean. Mrs. Burrito. I find you so asexual. Use it. Use it. Don't me, Frankenstein. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody. Yes, welcome to the program, episode 2701. First episode of the new season. Very exciting. We welcome everybody in. We welcome the returnees, the returning listener and viewer. We welcome in any new people that said, you know what? I've been hearing about this Never Not Funny. I'm going to jump in on the 27th season. So, uh... We welcome better late than ever. Uh, maybe maybe you just heard about us yesterday. Who cares? Join us. This is what we're about. Let me tell you what we're about. We're about. Uh, uh, we talk a lot about. I talk a lot about eighties music. I talk baseball. We talk movies. We talk comedy. We're going to talk about our love of Donald J. Trump. We talk about things that are important to what's going on. And we're recording this during the beginning of the Republican convention. And I'm furious. I'm missing every second of it because boy, do I like to hear those people talk. They they make sense to me. They speak to me. It's just a ray of sunshine in a dark world, you know. I'm sure Thank they're you, just going to be full of positivity and just a lot of Thank upbeat you. energy. Plasma. By the way, I'm wearing a shirt. Human that, skin. Uh, uh, let me show you the shirt here. It says uh, 86. You see, I'm going to go into a little time. It says 86, mm-hmm. 45. Hey. Like that. That's our numbers. Right. <laughs> Get out. Scram. Now, now, here's the thing I'm going to tell you. Uh, the shirt I'm wearing rivals Gildan for an uncomfortable shirt. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, it was described as a soft uh, uh, vintage uh, feel, and I was always like, and I liked the design, and I was like, hey, that's that's going to be great. I, I, I like a, a soft vintage feel uh, T-shirt, and I like the design, so that's going to be a win. And then it showed up, and I was like, I've been lied to. I've been had. So <laughs> it uh, looks big too. Is that a small? It is small, but actually, it's not big. It, uh, it it fits me very nicely. Huh? It looks blousy on you. Uh, I will tell you. Well, you know what? Maybe it is, but uh, somebody, as I said, has been uh, keeping Oreos in business. So, uh, <laughs> to me, to me, it's, it it fits very comfortably okay. at the moment. Uh, hang on, now somebody uh, somebody has a no. train coming through there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's okay. You can go right on by. That's fine. <laughs> Uh, now let's not uh, let's not ignore the fact. First of all, we started, and if you are joining us and new, we also have uh, the platinum membership where we do a second. And during these uh, this pandemic time, we're doing a third episode each week, and you get those on video, uh, that uh, commercial free on video, and uh, but also available uh, for audio. And um, uh, five dollars, ten dollars, twenty dollars are the levels on that. You get trinkets as you uh, step up at those various tiers. Uh, one of them being a. Um, you can get a personal phone call from Jimmy Pardo at the uh, at the third tier, the twenty dollar a month level, and I did a bunch of them on Saturday again. I did a nice uh, little uh, group of uh, phone calls, and as I've said in the past, uh, great, nice to talk to the fans, uh, especially during this pandemic, and uh, reaching out and seeing how everybody's doing, and um, talk to uh, uh, like as, as usual, a little dude heavy, little dude heavy with the calls. <laughs> Uh, but I did get to talk to Nancy. There was one woman in the mix of all these. And uh, so that was nice. That broke up the, uh, uh, I'll, I'll use a phrase from the, the old days, a sausage fest. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it was, you know, I welcome talking to everybody. And uh, so we had a nice time. And uh, one gentleman played me a song. Simon played me a song on his guitar. Wow. Uh, which was very nice. Very a singer-songwriter vibe. I enjoyed that. And, uh, and everybody else, you know, hearing their stories and uh, seeing how they're getting through the pandemic and, you know, what they do for a living and so on and so forth. Uh, so if you've not had your call, of course, uh, reach out to fanclub at jimmypardo.com and I'll put you on the list if for some reason you haven't gotten the emails. There are nine people. This is 100% true. There are nine people that said they wanted the personal phone call, but refused to schedule. They refused to schedule. I don't. I, you, you said you wanted to do it. Hmm. Let's go. Sick of it. Boy. Anyway, it was a nice time. That's the point. It was a nice. Uh, and then I also on Friday night, I did my first ever virtual uh, solo show uh, for flappers.com. Yeah. Flapperscomedy.com. How'd that go? And uh well, it was supposed to go for an hour. It went for 90 minutes because hmm. uh, we were, uh, I, 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 based on the emails and tweets, uh, we were all having a great time. Oh, cool. So uh, I asked Flappers, can we keep going? And they said, yeah, keep going. Go as long as you want. And I thought 90 minutes was good. I thought like, yeah, you know, don't overstay your welcome. Scram, you know, at some point. Uh, but it was great. It was exactly uh, what I was hoping it would be. I, uh, you know, I would, uh, the actual, the moderator, I told people, you want to talk, raise your hand and I'll come to you. And then, you know, they get the Pardo treatment. And then they got to request a bit or a story. And so it was the all request show. And um, but the moderator for Flappers did a great job in that he kind of chose the people for me. So I would say, hey, if you want to talk. So I didn't know whose face was going to pop. I thought I would go, hey, there's uh, Debbie. Hey, Debbie. And then Debbie would you know, go into speaker view. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he just kind of I said, raise your hand and he would choose who it was. So it was a surprise to me who would pop up on the screen. So that was kind of fun. Yeah. And then again, a little Pardo treatment, you know, you're stupid. I'm better than you. That sort of stuff that I, you know, that what I usually do. And, uh, you know, Hey, what's that in the background? Uh, Hey, is, uh, Hey, could that guitar be any smaller? You know, my bullshit. And then they would pick a story or something. And, uh, it was great fun. You dusted off a couple of classics, um, a couple things I could not remember a single word of. So that I was, was going to uh, say, fun. like if people request something that's got to send you like, that's, that would make me so anxious because, especially you've had a, a long career. If someone asks for something, and you just don't remember all the beats to it. That's kind of <laughs> horrifying. It was, you know what? It, it, it it's okay because the, 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 it's kind of built into the premise of mm-hmm. let's see if I could do it. And if I can't, then we, you know, I make fun of myself. And mm-hmm. uh, one, one person wanted to hear a story that I told them never not funny about Oliver dancing with a, uh, some sort of doll at target. Do you remember that story? Like he, oh. there was a, like a motion sensor thing where like oh, if you walk past yes. the thing, it would dance. Yeah, I do remember that. And oh. then Oliver, so Oliver would wave to it and then dance with it. And then, I don't remember this, but it, it, it sounds adorable. I know I'm talking about my own son, but it sounds adorable. <laughs> yeah. He would then uh, thank the dancer and shake its hand. And <laughs> I would say, and Oliver was like three at the time, I think. And I'd say, what are you doing? He goes, well, I thank them and I shake their hand. <laughs> and I did not remember that story at all. Yeah. So um, uh, basically then they told it and it was, I got to enjoy the story. Nice. <laughs> um, and then one person wanted the retention story. Oh, uh, you know, oh the, then what the fuck are we doing here, Nicholas? And that's really all I remember about that was yeah. me yelling retention and then yelling, then what the fuck are we doing here, Nicholas? Um, and as I said Friday night, uh, when I act like a huge asshole like that, I kind of want to forget it. And so I don't remember <laughs> the details yeah. of that. Um, I remember it being a pretty long story, too. So the, yeah. the yeah. chances of you remembering every detail are very slim. And, uh, oh, I just went fuzzy. Uh, mm-hmm. Fuzzy Wuzzy was a bear. Or was he? No. 
What was he? <laughs> Not very uh, fuzzy. Let's look into it. Is it a possum? Uh, hey, speaking of fuzzy wuzzies, let's. Uh, so anyway, let me before that, let me get to this. Uh, thank you to everybody that joined the Flappers uh, live uh, stand-up show, and um, uh, based on the response, um, I, I'll probably do more of them uh, via Flappers, and uh, mainly to you know help Flappers out. Uh, you know, they they take a, a a cut, and I get a couple of bucks for it. But uh, you know, mainly, I just want I just want Flappers to stay. I want all clubs to stay. Uh, you know, uh, open. I want them to be yeah. w- w- when we're able to lift from this thing. I want them to be a place that we could all go again. And if if they all start shuttering because people are not supporting them on their as they're doing the online to try to even. I mean, listen, what I brought into them is uh, is a drop in the bucket compared to what they would usually make on a Friday night. So mm-hmm. any little thing helps. And so uh, I just hope that all these places can stay afloat until you know they're able to. You know, like even our buddy in Bloomington, I think he's at at 40 percent capacity, like mm-hmm. um, which, you know, even if he sells out, isn't great, you know, compared to what he used to do. So, uh, you know, anyway, that's the point of that is uh, trying to keep flappers afloat and, um, and and more than happy to do it. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, it, it was a, it was a good time. Um, uh, but going back to Fuzzy Wuzzy, let's talk about some hair choices here in the room today. Uh, mm. Matt Belknap has finally cut his hair. Oh, yeah. Uh, looks looks great. Look, I thought the long hair looked great. I like the 70s Matt. I also like uh, uh, freshly shorn Matt Belknap. Oh, thank you. Military Matt. Yeah. Uh, little, now, did you do military. it or did, uh, did you have the old lady do it, man? I, I did it and then she 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 cleaned up the back for me. Um, yeah. As per our usual uh routine <laughs> uh, long time listeners know that I, I used to cut my hair all the time uh my own hair uh but uh at some point it just became annoying and so i paid someone else to do it but I, yeah I, you know going from super long to short i feel like the first one is always a little bit rough so it's not great but i think if i do another one in a few weeks it'll i'll have an easier it's just because i wasn't i didn't like do scissors then buzz i like went from what you saw to just like buzz (laughs) and that's just like you're you're inevitably gonna miss stuff and and at a a certain point you're just like i'm done doing this like i don't want (laughs) to keep running this thing over my head a thousand times just to get that one hair that i missed so uh but yeah it feels well can can we see it without the headset is that possible can we see it hang on let me get my glasses on i'd like to see this uh yeah it looks good looks great nice and tight over there we see some gray sparking through i like that yeah that was zoe's comment she was like it it shows the gray more yeah Uh, did you ground her i assume you grounded her (laughs) for that obviously and then at the same time though then seeing me with new a new haircut made her want a haircut so then elise cut her gave her bangs like didn't didn't try trim the back but like gave her some bangs which she's been wanting for a while um and that went very well too so uh all of this, by the way, was partly to try to inspire Charlie to to let us cut his hair, and that was a failure. Uh, <laughs> he 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 saw my hair and ran away. Like he was like, because he thought, oh, you want to do this to me, and I don't want that. So he is no interest. And and his hair looks great long. It just seems like it's annoying. It's in his face all the time. And uh, I cut mine partly because it's been so hot. And when I ride my bike. It was just unpleasant to have all that hair mm. on my back of my neck and everything uh, when I'm riding my bike and getting sweaty. So I uh, took a ride this morning. It felt great to have nothing back there and uh, the wind rushing by my ears. I could finally feel it again. <laughs> yeah. It, well, again, it, it looks something. good. And, 
Yeah. Uh, what I'd like to remind you is you are the parent and he's the child. You cut his fucking hair and he listens to you. You, you just, you sit <laughs> the, him down and the, you go, you're getting a haircut. The irony, and I know you're kidding, but the irony of course, is 100%. If, if, if we just, if we could take him to a place, I mean, I guess we theoretically could take him to one of those outdoor places, but uh, I think he wouldn't care he'd be fine getting his haircut from a professional. He just doesn't want us to do it. <laughs> you know, Oliver's the exact same way. And, and to your point, like whenever he sees me cut mine as short as I do, uh, he thinks that's what I'm going to do to him. And it's yeah. like, I'm not, uh, you, this isn't what you want. I wouldn't do this. I just, right. again, I'm trying to get it. So it's not in your eyes and it's not, yeah. you know, uh, long over here, or short over here. I'm trying to, yeah. <laughs> but he, he, he has the same reaction as, as Charlie, but he, you know, he doesn't want to go, anywhere to have it done and i don't want to bring him anywhere to have it right done. so uh listen uh, we have kids and we're talking about it i have a question uh, yeah uh elliot uh, hang on a second garen is the floor open for questions uh yeah yeah i think it is all right i've just been told from garen the floor is open go ahead elliot thank you very much for following the procedure i appreciate that uh have any of you have any of us uh had bangs had bangs uh i In haven't life? Yeah, in in, in 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 your life, have you well, ever had a haircut with bangs? There's a photograph floating around out there of me from uh, my freshman year, where you know it comes down like this. Hmm. So, uh, if that's considered bangs, yes. Yeah, I guess I I had like a skater type haircut that was like that too, a longer version of what Jimmy's describing, probably. I, but hmm. uh, it's not quite bangs, but there's you know there was like uh, coverage of some sort. Yeah, yeah. Let me see if I could pull that. I could pull it because uh, Julie Dixon uh, Jackson is actually, you know, she has that podcast, the uh, Cut Off Jeans podcast, where she, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, looks into people's uh, uh, family trees and, you know, that stuff. And uh, she has uh, very graciously volunteered to uh, to do my family tree. And she's done an amazing job so far mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, finding uh, family members and so on and so forth. Like I went like I, I just assumed like. She would just find like uh, my grand, my, you know, like literally, you know, me, my parents were grand, my grandparents then be done with it. But she's I, I went on interesting yesterday to say, well, let's see what Julie's been up to. And it's like overwhelming on how deep she's gotten on this thing. It's, wow. it's crazy. And uh, I also talked to my dad yesterday about uh, my grandfather's involvement with the mob. And I got some more information that uh, I probably shouldn't talk about on the air. <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's the truth. Apparently, my grandfather was mob adjacent he actually other than he was being he was capone's uh accountant for a little bit uh then uh and he was that because it turns out that my grandmother was best friends with al capone's sister and so they were friends and so that by uh my with my grandfather being an accountant he became al's accountant and then when things apparently my grandfather made a pact with some other people to always live their life honestly and mm-hmm. so when Al started, I guess, changing a little bit, uh, my grandfather got out. And then uh, because he was apparently such a good accountant, um, another uh, mobster in Chicago um, wanted to, to have him be part of it. And he said, you know, I'm not going to do that. And so uh, he wasn't. But he still apparently was involved enough with these folks that if he needed a favor, he could get a favor. And so mm-hmm. like he was one of those, like everybody understood that Sal was honest and wasn't going to be part of this but if sal needed a favor they all gave sal a favor mm. so it wow. uh i know i'm being a little vague and I, I i i realized maybe i said too much at one point like throwing around some of these mom names i threw around um so interesting um yeah anyhow here's yeah. a uh here's a photo of me that uh julie dug up that uh, uh 
here, I, can you see, are you able to see that? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If that's bangs, then yes, the answer is I have bangs. And that is, uh, I was uh, 14 years old in that picture. All right. Yeah, I wouldn't call that bangs. I don't know. Like, yeah, I think I think I think bangs need to be in, more intentional than that. Like if if you if you comb your hair across, that's not yeah. bangs. I, I would I assume that you that when we're talking about bangs, we're talking about you're cutting it so that it's going to hang down. And so I'm like mo above your yeah, a little bit like well well then I, mean, I you look then at I, bangs. Then my answer is no. I mean, I think the weird thing is like for a man to have bangs, it implies that the back is long because if 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 it's mm. if it's not long in the back, then the front hanging over your forehead isn't really bangs. It's just like what you described. It's basically just your hair is parted a certain way. Yeah. Uh, here's this guy, by the way. Here's uh, this would be junior year in high school. Here's junior year in high school. So what, what does that make me? 16 years old. I'm 16 years old in this photo. Um, and. Uh, I, I don't know uh, what I was trying to do here. I don't know if I'm <laughs> trying to have a short haircut or a long. I think I was afraid to go above the ear. I think that was the the thing there. There's uh, that's me. At, oh boy! Uh, wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. You know, I don't I don't know what I'm doing there. Huh? Is that uh, is that is that puffed up? Is it is it flipped over? In the is it? Uh, it's you know. Here's the thing. I brought it. I, I'm embarrassed to say this, but I brought in a picture of Peter Cetera. And I said, I want this haircut. And the barber went, you don't have that kind of hair. You can't do that. <laughs> and I said, well, can you get can you get it close? And he goes, all right, I'll get it close. And so that's kind of what this is. But he wanted to go above my ear. And that wasn't a thing we were doing in 1982, apparently. So okay. I did not want him to go above my ear. Uh, I wanted it, still wanted it long, but I wanted it short everywhere else but long on the side so that's why it looks fucking stupid it just looks uh, stupid that goes against everything i believe about hair to have it, it short on the top and long on the sides long on the sides i mean horrible. The, nobody does what are they? The, is, the, is the, the, and, he, and i remember the barber saying you, this you, nobody don't do this and <laughs> i i yeah uh, god it's awful but uh, so that's uh there's my answers so uh uh and then matt so from what i can tell you uh, uh, you took your hair and then mailed it over to Garen and he applied it to his face. <laughs> yeah, He's, he asked for the trimmings and I didn't know why. I didn't ask questions. I just sent them over. Uh, Garen, face transplant. <laughs> Garen, did did you lose your Harry's razor blade? No, I just just it's been a weird couple days, so I haven't really yeah. uh, done much of anything. What does that mean? Are you comfortable saying what a weird couple days means? Well, we, I don't know if we talked about it on the air. My dad had a procedure done on Friday. That went fine. He's okay. We did not talk about it on the air, by the way. This is me knowing why you've had a weird few days and me saying, are you, you know, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, sure. Totally. So uh, that you, you decide what you want to tell, not me. <laughs> yeah, no, my dad had a procedure on his heart done and that went fine, but we just don't have any information as to why he even had to do that to begin with. It's okay. crazy. Uh, my brother had an MRI done and they found a tumor on his spleen. Oh, uh, dude. They say is probably benign, but it's atypical. So come back in three months and we'll see what's going on with it. I'm like, okay, that's great. Jesus. Uh, what else happened? My Barnes & Noble job is gone as of September 4th. And my roommate got exposed to COVID at work. So, All right. Strong four been, days. Uh, Garen Cockrum. It's been a great couple of days, guys. <laughs> so wait a minute. So your roommate being exposed to COVID at work, uh, do we know? Uh, so so are you, uh, how are you sequestering? It, we're too close to even bother, to be honest. We, we're, we basically share this room. So it's like, great. Well, if you're going to be sick, I'm going to be sick. So let's get 
strapped in. Can he get but, tested? Like, dude, yeah, no we're, we're, he's getting tested. His work got a truck coming out to test everybody tomorrow. So, what, what do they got? Tow truck coming? Yeah, some <laughs> some rapid test tow truck. Great. So, he, is he still uh, has he still been working? I mean, obviously, the person who tested positive is not working anymore. But is he still well, working? No, they shut down oh, okay. for the week. Um, it's ridiculous that this shit has to happen, but that's America. Everything's fine, guys. Until it's not. So <laughs> we'll see. I don't think he's going to be catching it. I think everything's going to be fine, but it's just annoying that all this careful stuff that all of us have been doing, just like that, is over because somebody else is a fucking idiot. Yeah. And it's... I mean, that's what it comes down to. It's ridiculous. So, uh, and so when when he, when you say your your roommate was exposed to this, was I, I don't know. Obviously, I don't know what he does for a living. It's not my business. But is he close to this person? Is it? Uh, uh, well, we don't. It, he doesn't know who it is. Just oh, somebody mm. at his work at, during his shift mm. had it. So maybe he did. Maybe he he get, he'll get lucky, and it's not somebody he ran across. He's a waiter or a server at a restaurant. Oh, so um, it's a, it's a waiter at a restaurant. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so another waiter. Oh, we don't know who the other person is. The we other person could be a could be a waiter, could be a busboy, could be a cook, could be a receptionist, could be a uh, could yeah. be management, could yeah. be a takeout person, cleaning yeah. crew, could be a cleaning crew. Yeah, it's just it's stupid. Could be a phone person taking reservations, doorman. Any of these things. Do- could be a What's mime? that, a do- a, a, Depending on the restaurant, maybe a doorman. Could be a doorman. Yep. Yeah. So, so there's a lot of options here. So, and yeah. so you're saying your roommate is a waiter. Correct. Could be a customer. Could be no. It can't be a customer. The, the whole point was that it's uh, somebody that works there. Maybe a regular. Yeah, they would. They would. They know. <laughs> Maybe I mean, a know rodent. Who it is, but the, is that a regular? Like they could be they, regular. A regular. There's there so much they get paid to eat there. Well, they're like also norm, carry out like, only, so it's only it's like calling, get your order, come pick it up. There's oh, no inside seating. Oh, okay. Currently. So how is he a waiter if there's no inside? If there's no seating, he's. They're taking phone call, taking orders via phone, apparently. Hmm. And Boy, boys, that, means, that means not a lot of people are working if it's. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Narrows down your oh, numbers boy. there. He's yep. got it, Garen. And you got it. Good luck, man. You're doomed. <laughs> well, well, hey, there's no, no show content. Oh, Will God. it? Watching you wheeze? <laughs> You'll see it all firsthand. Oh, boy. Oh, um, boy. If I may, I'm going to call, as the boss of this thing, as the name on the program, uh, Garen, you take a few days off if you get this thing, and don't don't worry about uh, coming out of the program. We'll, uh, we we'll, li- we'll make do as we, you try to recover. Right. We can live you without the notes to, for a week. Yeah, you don't need to well, soldier we through. St- we can still shoot for that Pulitzer if I, you know, show up and be like, this is what COVID looks like, guys. Um, Just in case. Uh, if you do that, Garen, I want you to be, I want the headline to be, he never thought it would happen to him, and then it did. <laughs> He thought it was a hoax, and then he got it. How many of those stories do we have to see, by the way, oh, before people go, you know what, maybe it's not a hoax. How about that? How about <laughs> how many more? There, there are oh. people who believe the earth is flat, Jimmy. There's, there's going to be people who believe pretty much anything. Well, when I open up a book and I see a map of it, it, it doesn't, it's not a pop-up book. I see a flat surface, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the so, news story about flat earthers that they apparently some of them believe that Australia doesn't exist and that people who say they're from Australia are paid by NASA to, to they're actors who are pretending to. Be wow. Why? How does your world? brain have that much energy to come up with that? To hear that and go, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Gotta be it. You know what? And, and not, and not just three people going, Hey, did you hear this? A, 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 enough people that it's a story. 
Well, I've got to say, though, that all the Australians I've ever met, they are actors. <laughs> oh, boy, you do bring up a good point. Or musicians, right? Yeah. yeah. Explain Naomi Watts. <laughs> uh, she's an actress. That's right. Explain. Oh, my God. Elliot, you bring up a good point. You know what? Maybe the Flat Earthers are onto something here. It could be. I mean, and only- then who, and by the way, who went, who, who did we hear that recently went to Australia and got COVID? Tom Hanks actor uh-huh so did he really go anywhere and did he really get COVID? double hoax right bullshit see this whole thing's on to something Guaranteed. and he's a big fan of the moon oh this guy yeah he he's got close ties to nasa good call that's a great call you know what we're on to something here guys this is joe so. rogan in, in, in level uh, <laughs> I, I gotta say though it only takes one person to think of that stupid idea and and they may not believe it themselves there, there may be an element like i i strongly believe that QAnon has an element of someone or a group of people that are fucking with other people because they they're they mm. find it entertaining and then other people latch onto it uh and believe it to be legitimate so there could be one guy who was like, wouldn't it be funny to try to to get flat earthers to believe that Australia doesn't exist and that the people who say they're Australian are actors paid by NASA? That that guy doesn't necessarily think that's true. But once it spreads, then you get some people going, yeah, yeah, that's what's going on. That's how you explain Australia. <laughs> that's how you explain Australia. Uh, it's the only way to explain Australia. Uh, you know, hey, what's going on with Australia? I'll tell you what's going on with Australia. <laughs> and then they walk, they walk you through it. Um, Animals with pouches. My ass. Yeah. Hey, by on. the way, there was a little video the other day going around on Twitter of, has, have you ever seen a baby kangaroo? And it was a video of a baby kangaroo walking in, in like a house from one room into the next room. And it was the most adorable thing you've ever seen in your entire <laughs> life. Because a little baby kangaroo is about a foot and a half tall. <laughs> yeah. And he just kind of comes out. It was, it was fantastic. Nice. It was the greatest. Those are the. That's what Twitter should be. Nothing but that. Just nothing but. <laughs> well, joy. that's why you should quit Twitter if you just join Reddit and only subscribe to. There's like two or three subreddits that are just things like that. There's one that's called. But Awe. I could. Do, but I could do that. I'm sorry, I interrupt you. Go ahead, Matt. There's what? There's there's a subreddit called Aw A W W or A W W W. I forget how many W's there are, but uh, it's just cute things, and uh, um, that's all you need. But again, I could do that on Twitter. I could just do my, you know, uh, right. you know, kangaroo, uh, kangaroo an hour, possum an hour. Right. Um, uh, boy, there's a new one. I, and I don't know how to pronounce the name of it. I, I can't look it up. Uh, some little animal that always looks like he's smiling. Uh, 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 Quarex oh, uh, or something. Uh, what is it called? It starts with a C. Copy. Yeah. Something. Copybara, I think. Oh, Copybara. Like Copybara, yeah. Oh, no. It's, it's, it's a, uh, wait, how, how would you spell that, gentlemen? C A P Y B. E-R-R-A or U-R-R-A? Capybara? Oh, oh, no, it's not that. It's it's It looks, they're similar. Now I can't think of it. Capybara is like that. giant. Uh, it's the one that always likes to take a selfie, right? Yeah, it's that guy. What's his name? Uh, anyway, he's adorable. Quoka, Q-U-O-K-K-A. That's it, a quokka. And they are the greatest. These little guys look like they're always, they look like they're always posing for a photo. They're the greatest. <laughs> So I, I got that coming in. I got kitty cats every hour. I've got all that to go in between my uh, uh, my tweets about the uh, the Conway family and how they're uh, they're uh, they're uh, working out their issues. Um, so yeah, that little uh, that little kangaroo is great. Those little guys are great. Kitty cats an hour are great. Are you looking, looking at that up, guy, Matt? I'm looking up Quoka. <laughs> Isn't it greatest? It, it looks look like what guy. cartoonists uh, think a chipmunk looks like. Yeah, look at the little, little smiley face. He's happy to see you. By the way, I don't know anything about these animals. Maybe they look and you go, hey, look at this little smiley guy. And then he takes your face off. I don't know anything about these animals. <laughs> right. 
I'm trying to just show one of the because I got a really good one, and I'm sure you all have seen it too. But I want to show it to the camera. Please. Well, I mean, they call the smaller islands off the coast of Western Australia home, so clearly they're not real. Oh Jesus Christ! These are these are these are a hoax animal. Whatever. These are all fake. Uh, what do you got? I, we just, we just seen an email from <laughs> Little guy. Oh. <laughs> See what I mean? These guys are the best. <laughs> By the these way, the I best. almost I almost accidentally showed the the previous photo in my photo roll. Uh, was is uh, Elliot's iPad password? So that would not have been good. <laughs> um, but let me. T- can I tell that story, Elliot? Because sure. I, I got a bone to pick uh, here. Oh boy. <laughs> um, I I got a. I'll just read it. I got an email from Elliot yesterday that said, uh, "Hold on, it's it was very." I think, I think the first email was fine. It was it was all right, but it was it, it just it escalated quickly. Let's just say that <laughs> Elliot. So Elliot, when we when we started recording remotely, and he has all the 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 sound the song cues for Never Not Funny on on his iPad. So yeah. he's so he set up his iPad to. Well, what I thought happened was he just gave me his iPad password so that I could hit the sound cues. Uh, and then a, a week later, I was like, I'm just going to use my own iPad. So I put his right. away and never touched it again. All what, fine. What actually happened was he reset his password, wrote it, wrote the password on a piece of paper for me and put it on my desk and didn't tell me that I was the only person in possession <laughs> of his password now. Like he would not re- he would not write it down for himself or recall it. I- and that was my fault, and I should have done that. Well, so you're, so he, right to, you're right to criticize me for that. He said, hey, I changed my iPad password for you, but I don't have it handy. Can you tell me what it was? That's what he emailed me yesterday. I wrote, I have no idea. It may still be written on a piece of paper in the studio, but I haven't used your iPad in months, so there's no way I'd remember it. And then he wrote, oh, man, I hope you didn't trash that paper. I made the password for you. I may be able to wipe the device, but I'm not sure. Please look for it tomorrow. Why am I your fucking keychain all of a sudden, dude? <laughs> yeah. Keep track of your own responsible person. Well, I did. Ha- it turns out I did still have it. But th- that's crazy to, right, to, well, to entrust a person you work with with your password and don't even record it for yourself. All right. That criticism is 100 percent accurate. Because I should have definitely wrote down for myself, and the fact yes. that I didn't doesn't feel right. Well, but, yeah, and then you didn't tell me that if you had told me I was the only. It was like if, if I knew it was my responsibility, I would have been more careful with that piece of paper. It's fair. That's fair. Uh, but uh, I, and I didn't. I didn't tell you this because since you found it and you sent me a text of the picture of it, I didn't want you to feel like you'd wasted your time. I actually figured it out. Oh. between that email i was gonna email you to let you know but you'd already sent me that photo okay and i was like all right you know what he doesn't he doesn't need to know that i figured it out let him be the hero that i needed <laughs> <laughs> so you guessed it or you you yeah you followed I, your I, own I, brain breadcrumbs yeah, yeah because so we could have fun with this uh give us a give us a clue on what it is so we could try to guess the uh, password and by the way i don't mind telling you this because the reason why i changed the password is because the the password that was on there is something that I use for a lot of stuff. So I didn't want that f- floating around. Not that I don't uh, trust you, I just didn't want it right. floating around. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, so uh, it's actually probably the most obvious thing you can think of twice. Uh, uh, Matt, Matt? No. It's pretty obvious. It's actually more obvious than that. Look, it's more I mean, I, I, know, I know what it is, and I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the second clue is it's not the numbers that I gave you. That is what it is. Oh, it's it's, it's the it's one of those alphanumeric type passwords. Correct. Yep. So, is it N and F twice? That is correct. Ah. Uh, oh. Okay. Uh, 
Okay, Jesus, that hurts me because that's my password for everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Jimmy! All you had to do was we not didn't know say that, that though. Loud, if you yeah. hadn't said that, we would have well, known. Uh, now we know. But well, you could have come. He to was me joking. Jimmy was just joking, like he always does. Uh, of course I am. That's the worst password in the world. The, uh, <laughs> not really. Why, why is that bad? Nobody would know that's what it was. No, because it's uh, six, six digits. So uh, put a little symbol the, at the end of that. Uh, well, you can't on an iPad, I don't think. Here's the other thing, Elliot. I, I'm just to keep piling on here. If you, had <laughs> if you had told me that that's what that password meant, I would have remembered it. Sure. But all I knew was that it was six digits, and uh, it did. Yeah. I, I kind of remembered that it repeated, but I didn't know what the numbers were. Hey, look! I when I tried it, I didn't remember it first either. Didn't which seem is why important. I was panicking. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you guys worried about this when Garen obviously is dying of COVID? <laughs> <laughs> is one of the symptoms a, a five o'clock shadow? Because I'm, I'm really I'm worried about you. Well, then it's coming up at about uh, ten fifteen. <laughs> what? PM. Because of all this. Is that the password? Is that your guess, Garen? Because I don't know what the shit you just said. I really don't. I do, I do not understand that. I'm not even trying to shiv you. I literally don't know what you mean. Please explain. Matt said I had a five o'clock shadow. I was saying, well, it's got to be coming up on ten fifteen because it's a little bit more than a. Oh, I see. You're, you're, uh, you're, uh, yes, okay. You're you're shaggier than that. You've got kind of a Miami Wham thing going on. Yeah, yeah seems like it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think it looks great on you, Karen. As I've said over and over lately, uh, it does. Uh, I don't know what you're doing, but you're looking more and more handsome. You should be uh, proud Thank and you. happy. Hey, Take your glasses you off. Look there in the mirror go. and be happy with what you see. You <laughs> we'll do that. Thank you. And then cover uh, your mouth court. when you cough. <laughs> because you yeah, definitely have COVID. God. So where's your roommate right now? Garen, is he in the other room? Right uh, I think he's in the bathroom, actually. What's he doing in there, jerkin? I don't know. Coffee. I hear, he may be on the phone or something. I hear tinny notes. Is, is that, uh, do they tell you to do that? Stay on the phone? Is that, well, yeah. no, because they say that the 5G is what causes this COVID, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which was invented in Australia. Oh, boy, this whole thing, it all comes back. It all comes back to the Bee Gees. Yep. Those <laughs> they guys spent didn't some time exist. in Australia. Uh, all right, our guest is here. Colton Dunn is here. He's going to be joining us. Uh, you've known Colton, uh, Colton a long time. Uh, glad to finally have him on the program. Uh, he's been very busy, of course, with his career and so on and so forth. And so uh, uh, the COVID has allowed him to join us. Uh, so we'll take a break. Uh, and we'll be back with uh, more right after this. Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits, the SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, that's not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's uh, When you go on and on about Shopify, you, sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, uh, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. A, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up, and then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account 
account in there. He can log in. He can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done. It's awesome. Um, I've been kept out of the loop on that uh, because um, you're kind. <laughs> yeah. Well, as much as you rave about it, you don't want to know about I don't want to know. I don't want to know how the sausage is made. I just no. want to see the, uh, the, the results. Right. That's what I want. And, and also, I don't know if illegally I can get away with this, but it's so easy to Shopify. Well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Uh, listen, this is, you, you know, this, uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, Hey, this is good stuff. Once you factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah, in the, I, in the I 16 imagine, years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like before I had a kid. It, it, oh yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's. Where I don't. I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on? With we're here to talk about factor. Yeah. Although you know what. Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down. Watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the Wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's get them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. Oh, they got all this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash Pardo50. Use code Pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code Pardo50 at factormeals.com slash Pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2701, first episode of the new season, season 27, and uh, yeah, fresh guest for Never Not Funny, exciting to have him here. Uh, yeah. it's, I've known Colton a long time. I've known, I've, I want to say I first met Colton in the green room at the UCB Theater. Oh, that sounds about right. Does that probably. sound right to you, Colton? Oh, that sounds definitely right. Probably 2005, 2006. Yeah, that sounds right. And uh, <laughs> and I think it's only appropriate that it took 15 years to get you on this program. So, um, it's, yeah, yeah, what was that guy's name? Oh, he went off to Hollywood and did big things. Um, and then my family, Colton, you don't know this. Uh, you know, we've been friends. I've been friends with Lauren uh, Ash for a long time. And... Um, Laura's been on the show uh, uh, quite a bit. And then we, st- because of Laura, we started watching Superstore and my family loves it. Oh, and, great. Uh, by default, we love you. Very yeah. nice. All right. Well, hey, I love the show. So <laughs> great. <laughs> Wait, uh, so a few, a few questions about the program. Uh, and uh, this one's a serious question. With, with all stuff, that, and I've been meaning to ask somebody this. Uh, was there any, uh, because you play a gentleman, Garrett, who's in a wheelchair. Yes. And is there was there ever any blowback on why didn't they hire an actual handicapped person for that role? Oh, I mean, sure. You know, there's always that discussion. I think when you have characters, uh, a character in a, a movie or a TV show who has a disability, uh, 
for Superstore, they audition people uh, who used wheelchairs for the part. Uh, and, you know, it's a comedy. And as you guys know, it, the ensemble has a lot to do with, uh, you know, how the how the different actors are going to actually gel together. And they just thought that the energy that I brought into the performance worked better for the ensemble. And then we kind of had a discussion about, well, okay, so if we're going to go with me, do we still want Garrett to use the wheelchair? And, uh, you know, we kind of had some discussions about it, talked to uh, people with uh, disabilities. I talked to a friend of mine who uses a wheelchair and, uh, you know, we kind of decided that the inclusion of that character uh, was valuable uh, mm -hmm. as long as, uh, you know, we stayed focused on being respectful and not exploitive of it. Uh, and that shows and it's uh, and, and, it, and it's a great character and you're great on it. And oh, um, and yeah, that makes sense. Right. Uh, the, the, the inclusiveness. Well, yeah, we wanted to make. Yeah, exactly. We wanted to make sure that that character was represented on the show. Yeah. Uh, you know, even though I may not necessarily uh, use use a chair, uh, you know, Garrett and there's, you know, hundreds of thousands of people out there who do who work in stores and whose uh, stories don't get told. Mm. Um, yeah, I like I like that it's um, it's not the especially when the show starts like I, I've been binging it in quarantine. And so I'm nice. up to like season four now. But um, I like that it's not the focal point of your character. Uh, and, you know, like old school TV would be like the character would be all about the fact that he's in a wheelchair. Oh, yeah. The very special episodes <laughs> right, usually when right. you saw a character yeah. in a wheelchair. Uh, and so it's just it's just sort of like it's it's just part of the character, but it's not the the headline of the character. But then it comes up now and then in, in fun ways or, you know, sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's, I like, like when uh, when Jonah wants to ask you <laughs> why, why you're exactly. in a wheelchair, but he doesn't know how because it's awkward. So that I like I like that they're the writers are able to have fun with it uh and but but you are representing a part of society which is which is great that's the goal uh all right well th colton thank you for joining us that's the one question we have for you we <laughs> right, got our guys, hey, it's so good to see you. i'll see you in another 15 years thanks for Stay having safe, me brother. all right uh that's colton done guys all right we'll be back right after this um anyway why if you're not watching superstore seriously it, it it's one of those that admittedly it took our family a little bit of time to uh not not to get into it. we got into as soon as we started watching it we got into it but it was one of those like the argument of there's so much on tv when do we have time for oh, this man. and then when we we finally had time for it and we binge i think we binged that thing in three weeks like we just knocked out everything wow uh quick yeah we uh boy we loved it the whole family loved it me and my uh, my 13 he's about to be 13 year old son and uh, my wife we just uh crazy about it so uh, looking forward to coming back if uh, the warner lot ever uh, reopens it allows you guys oh, to do buddy. that we're going back we're going back to work on september 8th oh wow are you real you have a date oh, yeah oh yeah <laughs> you and excited. how do you feel about that <laughs> uh you know i'm a little torn obviously you know everybody's got uh, rent and bills to pay so you know the idea of going back to work is is nice when you've been you know plugging through your savings but uh you know right. uh but also you know i got a uh, i have a, a new son who's about seven months old and oh, uh, congratulations thank you thanks That's awesome uh you know but so you're you know you get a little want to make sure that it's all going to be safe and there's going to be all sort of new protocols so it'll be really kind of like going back to a different job at this point but uh you know, uh, uh, we were, uh, I'm sorry, I, I was going to say, we were talking here in the house about shows that could come back and deal with the pandemic. And Superstore was the one we landed on. Like, there's not a better store that, or show that can deal with it because you're basically your target or Walmart and you put up the plexiglass. You're able to keep some distance from each other and, and still n not ruin the integrity of the show. 
Mm. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, we're taking place at uh, stores that are all operating right now uh, during the pandemic, and they're all employees there using uh, personal protective equipment, so we can wear those when we're working. Uh, you know, so hopefully, and, and you know, the other thing too is that, like, a lot, unlike a lot of shows uh, in Hollywood, we're every almost everything is shot on a set uh so the whole environment is pretty pretty controllable uh mm. so hopefully you know with uh, everybody you know paying attention and being safe everything's going to be fine and we'll jam out season six of superstore well i look forward to the news reports on september 9th that you guys are shut down <laughs> that's what i'm looking forward to <laughs> and, and, and just so i'm clear you're going back to work on the warner lot on september uh, 8th U- universal the universal lot. oh universal my fault. right down right Warner, down the street right down the street from right Warner's. You know what it is? This is how dumb I am. When I used to drive to Conan every day, off to the left on uh, Olive, uh, Barham slash Olive is Cloud 9, the, the front that's of the, right. the storefront. And so I always go, oh, that's part of Warner Brothers. So I'm stupid. Yeah, that's just the, the massive uh, the other end of Universal over there. Wow. Um, and that is not an actual store, right? That's just the storefront. That's just the front of the store. Yeah, that's just the very front of the store. Um, and uh, the rest of the store is further down inside over by the amusement park. Mm. Here's the, and, and again, we'll stop sucking your dick here in a second. But here's the other thing. About, <laughs> hey, please uh, don't take your time. <laughs> um, you don't rush it, Jimmy. <laughs> here's what I love about Superstore is it's not one of those. It never looks like a set to me. You literally think that they're shooting in a target from midnight to 6 a.m. Yeah. And then they have to shut down because the store has to open. And then we're all back at midnight. Like it looks that the, the break room, look, everything, nothing looks like a set. Whereas other shows go Oh now they're walking into that stage. You know what I mean? No. Oh, yeah. No total set. We, the, the pilot we shot at a real Kmart, uh, Kmart oh. out in Burbank. That's now closed. But, uh, uh, so we did shoot overnight, uh, for the pilot, but uh, everything else has been on a set. And luckily, we've been able to be on the Universal lot. I think originally we were going to shoot in an old Ralph's up in uh, Santa Clarita, oh. uh, which would have been a much lo- longer commute. Um, but uh, but luckily, we were able to just build out a, a fake store uh, right on the Universal lot. Jesus Christ. And again, it looks so real. And um, uh, well, great. Uh, hey, listen, uh, uh, before I forget this, let's get to our uh, our trivia topic Yeah. Oh. Uh, that we have to bet on. Colton Dunn is here. Colton, of course, is Garrett on... Uh, on Superstore, a show that my family is looking uh, very much looking forward to uh, returning. And then uh, you might, of course, recognize him from Key and Peele and some other things. Uh, I, of course, remember from the green room 15 years ago at the UCB. So <laughs> oh, yeah. we all have memories. <laughs> my we all have our touchstones uh, with Colton. Uh, all right. Here's the uh, the fun title is this. The fun. Oh, oh, by the way, Colton, my my 12 about to be 13 next week uh, year old son writes these trivia questions every week these oh, are great uh but don't let that don't think that they're uh, gonna be a children's question they're uh, they're they're pretty good questions they're, they're very oh, difficult he's a pardo <laughs> god damn right listen we're, we're literally months away from him carrying this family there's no there's there's no doubt about it he's uh, smarter and better looking than i've ever been in my entire life um and possibly funnier and I know that one's a tough pill for everybody. It's gotta hurt. <laughs> it hurts this guy. Um, <laughs> he was doing this thing the other day where he was doing some weird leg dance that just was, and he was doing it to entertain himself. And you know how we do that nonsense where it's like this is fun to do, and it just I caught him doing it, and I just went, God, this kid's me. Like I would, I would do that today at my age and think it was fun. Uh, and so, hey, so seven months old. Are you comfortable saying your uh, baby's name, Colton? Oh yeah, Adrian. Adrian, uh, oh, yeah. enjoy. Are you loving it? 
Oh man, he's the best. Uh, he is, yeah. uh, you know, I have a, I have a daughter who's older. Uh, she's about four. And so it's been interesting kind of watching, uh, the slight differences between a, a little baby boy and a little baby girl, and he is very destructive. Pretty much every <laughs> every toy he picks up, he slams down as hard uh-huh. as possible. He a lot of yelling and going like this, ah! <laughs> kind of getting really <laughs> really amped up. So uh, you know, definitely learning learning a little bit more about about men. <laughs> um, it's a uh, it, and so seven months in, you know, people always talk about that uh, that boys are easier than girls, but it's also your second baby. So, are, but are you finding it that it's easier than uh, than your daughter was so far? Uh, well, you know, uh, it uh, pretty much pretty much even. You know, I would say there's there's slight slight differences. Um, uh, you know, she, she was she was much calmer on a changing table than uh, than he is. He's kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, I think that those sort of difficulties that people talk about kind of come in when they're a little bit older. Okay. Uh, and so I'm definitely, uh, you know, ready uh, or not ready for for that. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh uh, boy, I, as I talk about often on this, uh, it, it, my son's the greatest. And I'm, and I'm thrilled uh, that he's growing up to be the the young man that he is. But I miss seven months. I miss one year. I you know I miss when he's able to fit between here and here, and you could just carry him around. And uh, you know he weighs nothing. You know, but uh, uh, so enjoy it is what I'm saying uh, because yeah, they so. get they they get big and then make fun of you. So that is uh, uh, all right. So here is the topic. Here is the fun. The fun title is Let's Roll. Let's uh, roll. So I got to assume this is a 9-11 question. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a 93. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> the actual, it's actually uh, dice facts. These are dice facts. Dice okay. facts. Right, like, I should oh, clarify. Like, clay, like Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> I probably should get a clarification from him about that. Uh, I'm going to assume it's, it's not. Uh, what kind <laughs> of gloves does Andrew Dice Clay wear on stage? <laughs> no. dun, dun, dun. I don't know if this is about Dice or about you, honey. Shut up, honey. The boys are playing trivia. <laughs> um, oh, so boy. let's roll Dice Facts. So, boy, if Oliver wasn't in school, I would bring him in here and, and just for the fun of it, ask him if it's about Andrew Dice Clay just to watch him be confused <laughs> as to who the hell that is. There's no, you know, he doesn't know who that is. And so we've all got to bet up to twenty-five points. Still, is that that's the mm-hmm. thing, right? Uh, are we starting a new? We're starting a new season here. So there's a new season, a new a new opportunity to lose to Matt. Ooh. Um, as a reminder, five dollars is awarded every week. Uh, whoever has the most points at the end of this season uh, wins fifty dollars, courtesy of Jeremy Herbal from the uh, Jeremy Herbal Trivia Tin. Colton, you can just win five dollars. Uh, the fifty dollars doesn't apply to you. Uh, I apologize. You had to listen to that set. Yeah. <laughs> I dice facts. Okay, dice I'm gonna facts. go with that. I've written down my my bet. Oh, my bet boy. has been written. And I get up to twenty five. Yeah, up, up to twenty five. And then strategically, so Colton, just so you know, if nobody gets it, or if you tie with somebody, then the strategy of betting the zero to twenty five comes in. Yeah. Okay. That's when it comes in. Do, do my hands moving like this help this at all? Does that? Yeah, yeah, that's that was actually that helped more than your words. <laughs> Thank you. But that, that makes sense because I don't think my words said anything. Yeah. yeah. You get this is like, I, I get this. Well, yeah. I thought your words were extreme. No, no. <laughs> Thank no, you, Colton. Thank you, Colton. <laughs> He's a nice man. He's he yes a nice man. That that's laugh. why I thanked him. <laughs> that was that was the most courteous laugh ever in the history of comedy. That's what that was. Oh man, I'm I'm full of courteous laughter. <laughs> um, 
so excited you guys are going back to work. If only, hey, it's Colton, uh, before I get to the question here, so let's assume everything goes smoothly. You start on September 8th. I assume that's sure. a table read of some sort, and then you oh, get no, to that's shooting. When we, that's when we shoot. We, we already oh, had, our, we had our first table read. You did? Okay, yeah, so right. you start it's shooting. It's just like this over Zoom. Sure. Okay. Hmm. So assuming all goes well, and you guys don't have to shut down, everything goes smoothly, September 8th, you start shooting. When can we expect to see uh, the first episode? When will they start airing? You know, I really, uh, that's that uh, above my pay grade. My guess would be uh, sometime in October. But, you know, it's uh, I think everybody's trying to figure out what they're going to do with their content because they got to spread it out for right. however long they have to. And they may not have other shows coming back. So I, I have no idea when uh, when we'll, we'll start airing. And by, Norm- by the way, normally, normally it's the, the second to last Thursday in uh, September, but... Okay. Mm-hmm. I well, listen. I, I again, we're. I, I'm. I can't wait to tell Oliver because he's going to be thrilled that uh, uh, we, a show that we love is coming back. And yeah, uh, I'd invite your, you guys to set, but you need to take like eight rounds of tests before you're able <laughs> to come on the line. So. I'm in. Let's do it. That'll give me something. That'll give me nine things to do. Then I'll do the eight tests and then visit the set. What? Uh, that's nine more that I have going on now. I remember, uh, I think Lauren was telling us uh, last time she was on that you guys got shut down right before you shot the final episode of last season. Oh, right. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so so what did they have to just rewrite around that? Or are you doing that oh, yeah. episode? <laughs> okay. No, no, that episode would not have made any sense. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yes, we got shut down. Um, we had one more week left uh, as uh, as the virus was invading uh, the states, uh, and um, we probably should have shut down a little earlier. Uh, but I think everybody was kind of like, you know, for whatever reason, that there was a thought out there that it wasn't going to be as bad as it was. I don't know right. who was who was pushing that one. But <laughs> we'll there. look into it. Though. <laughs> and, uh, so we were, uh, you know, we were still working and uh, about halfway through the second to last week, uh, it became pretty clear that this was not going to be sustainable. Uh, and so we had to leave. Uh, our final episode uh, that season was going to be a giant, like, outdoor music festival characters had that one of the characters had had promoted and, and created for there at the store uh, so yes we will we will not be doing the giant outdoor <laughs> festival where we're all in a big crowd of people <laughs> oh, I can't wait I uh it's very exciting. It's uh, I, by the way, to Colton, to your point, it's obvious that they're stretching, uh, stretch, uh, stretching things out because Holy Moly, which is a show I love, and Matt, I know you and your family have gotten involved with it. Mm-hmm. It's hysterical. Uh, they are now. It seems every other week you're getting a new episode. They're they're taking oh, some they're time off. Str- it, yeah. They're slow rolling it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and also- I didn't. I was like, I was like, why do they keep taking weeks off? But now what you? I probably the convention last week played into it, but. Um, and maybe this week too it's probably not on because of the uh, Republican mm-hmm. convention but I think they're slow rolling it a little bit to to your point there's not a lot of shows to, to show so a lot of content out there yeah yeah uh, all right here's your question all right here's all right. your question again your topic let's roll dice facts and Colton do not reveal your answer until I ask you specifically okay or directly here we go question uh, the very the very first pair of dice were made from what material and then he wrote uh he circled and and with an exclamation point wrote specific <laughs> oh the hmm. very first pair of dice were made from what material specific hmm. Hmm. wow oh, if it weren't for that last word i i would have had a better answer i think <laughs> yeah um 
And again, my son's handwriting. Some letters are capital. Some are lowercase. Some are a third version of it. They don't teach cursive anymore. They don't. They don't. Uh, everything's typed. And I beg of him to type these up every, each week. But uh, uh, the fact that we both forgot about this until 11.15 today. Uh, so write your answers in, Garen. I'm going to come to you now. Let's check in with uh, Garen Cockrell. As I mentioned, Colton Dunn is here. We'll get uh, some more information out of Colton as this goes on. But let's check in with Garen Cockrell over there at the Never Not Funny Weather Desk and uh, see how things are happening up there in Van Nuys. We know that he's uh, in lockdown because uh, Colton, dig this. Uh, uh, Garen's roommate was exposed to somebody that had COVID. So now they have to they're in lockdown at their own apartment. Oh, uh, you got contact that, uh, traced. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Is he showing any symptoms, your no. roommate, Garen? No, 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 no. He's not. No. Do you this like just, this guy? This is just on Friday, so I don't know. Yeah, of course. So was he contacted by somebody who works for the state, or was he contacted through like an app? Like I have an app that'll tell me if I come in contact with someone. Hmm. Uh, oh, no, it was his that work app? that told him. But that's an interesting app. I didn't know those were available. What's the name of that app, Colton? Uh, it's called Citizen. Yeah, you can get it. Oh. Wait, so oh, so I have the, Citizen. Through, okay, so through the Citizen app, you can download, uh, it's sort of a companion app called SafeTrace. And you just keep that open in the background on your phone. And uh, if somebody who's tested positive and also uses Safe SafeTrace uploads it, you'll find out hmm. uh, if you get close to them from the Bluetooth. And have you uh, have you gotten any alerts on it that uh, you've been? I don't go anywhere, somebody? so no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's seven month old. I don't know what he's up to. He yeah, said right. he's a handful. Maybe he's, he's going out somewhere when you're sleeping. Yeah, he's going down to the beach. <laughs> uh, well, it's a place to go, man. Get Outside, like, that's what they said to be. Yeah, that's where you gotta uh, go. Uh, so, Garen, uh, of course, as always, I, especially during this heat wave, I have to ask what the temperature there is in uh, Van Nuys. What are you looking at? Uh, we're looking at 85 degrees, Jimmy, here in uh, wonderful North Sherman Oaks. Uh-huh, Van Nuys. Now, Colton, here's the joy of this. What did you say, Garen? 84? 85. 85. Now, here's the joy of this. Matt is a little further south, so he's going to tell us 84. That's what's going to happen. You know what? For the first time ever, Jimmy, it's also 85 here. Uh, I'm wow. sorry to break your heart. Wow. No joy. No joy. Boy. Boy, oh boy. I would have lost millions at uh, in Vegas had I bet. I got both of you guys beat. Uh, where are you? Now, don't say obviously your address, but where are you at? What part of the city? Uh, I'm in uh, Glendale, uh, sort of in the foothills there by a place called Kenneth Village. Um, and you uh, you say you got them both beat. What are you looking at right now? 89 degrees. 89. Oh, my. Yeah. Jesus, that's hot. That's I don't think I don't think we're that hot here in Baldwin Hills today. Uh, I don't imagine you are, Jimmy. Um, although we have the air conditioning on because it feels, you know, it says it's 78. Well, it's up. It feels like 79. Um, <laughs> and you know what? I could tell when I walk out there. I go, there, 78's a lie. This is, uh, but it feels, I'll tell you this. That. On my walk, it felt like 100 degrees. It did not mm. feel like 78 it's degrees hu- to me. It's humid, right? I mean, I've, that's what it felt like yeah. to me. Hate it. Um, I, I swear right, to God, Darren, like I, I moved here because they said it's dry and there's no mosquitoes. Now it's humid and there are mosquitoes. What the <laughs> fuck are we even doing anymore? I don't know. Yeah, thank you, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> 2020. 
Yeah, give us a break. What's next, Wayne? Give us a break. It's not the year, you assholes. Um, a calendar isn't deciding what's going on. But wait, were we? Was this on the show that we were talking about? How maybe this this year will finally be the year that makes people stop saying that about every other year after? Oh you know yeah, I mean? hope, you know, we, like, we were not talking about that on the air. Oh, I think I was talking about it w- with with Elise. We were talking about like, remember when when uh, when Prince and David Bowie dying was like a disaster for everyone? Like, oh my God, could this year get any worse? Two, two singers. Are are dead what are we gonna do <laughs> like now we can put that to rest like 2020 mm-hmm. if, if there's a year worse than 2020 c- coming down the road we'll then... call it 2020 <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. right <laughs> that's yes oh this, this is, is 2020 all over again right yeah yeah, uh, yeah. it's uh well listen it's all gonna change november 4th uh wait third well the fourth it'll we'll start feeling better on the fourth uh unless uh you're planning on voting for Trump, then it is certainly November 4th. Get or, the, or the 11th or the 18th or the 25th or perhaps in December. No, no, no. We don't want to do that. We are, we're not the people who disenfranchise people. You guys want to vote for Trump, please go out and vote. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. Here's a guy I, with a network. That network was, TV show has to be okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, that wasn't, that wasn't my joke. My joke was we're not going to know the next day who's, who's the president. That's true. That's right. true. Yeah, that was true. Uh, also, do me a favor, uh, Elliot, and Google joke. Um, <laughs> what uh, alright Gary what, now, Gary what is the never not funny uh, uh, provided movie that you watched uh, since last week uh, I did not ask them for the second one because this weekend's been crazy but I did squeeze something in last night I was uh, some of the titles that they're recommending are a little heavy and I just wanted something brainless and mindless so I watched okay. My Schindler's Spy List? yeah I watched Schindler's, Schindler's <laughs> List no, I watched uh, wait, My, Spy. You watch? My Spy My Spy My oh. Spy Man, that's, that's so, the that's thing with uh, with the guy with the guy who's in the Guardians of the Galaxy. What's his name? Dave Bautista. Yeah. Okay. Dude, a little that, and a little girl, right? Yeah. That's trailer. It's, it's fun. Oh, it's fine. I can't believe. I don't believe you. I don't. I think that you're talking yourself into that. That trailer made me want to uh, burn Hollywood to its uh, to the ground. <laughs> hmm. But you enjoyed it. All right. Well, it's fun. It's it's. It's not. It's not as terrible as you might expect. It's, he's great. The little girl's great. Kristen Shaw's in it. She's great. Mm. It's well, fine. It's, great. it's fine. It's yeah. a good. Yeah. It's a great family movie. To be honest, I think not. Th- not this. I don't family. know if Oliver will be into it, but I'm sure Zoe and Charlie will like it. But it's fun. You mean you to take you, that? You say will as if that's going to happen. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a that's a stretch that we'll ever watch that movie, Garen. I I would say you guys might, might enjoy it. Okay. It's it's certainly worth a watch i guess it's fun it's fine it's fine <laughs> you're not selling it it's fine guys <laughs> i laughed a few times i'll give it i'll give it a that few. <laughs> yeah, right? a few yeah <laughs> that is not the huge selling point we hope it would be it's, sales pitch it's, it's basically kindergarten cop really it has all the same beats yeah. all the same just you're, you're, it's just getting yeah. worse <laughs> <laughs> I literally can't uh, get my kids to watch a movie because they only, and this is, again, this is going to sound like we're just blowing you, but we're, we're, I, we literally only watch Superstore. That's all they want to watch uh, until we finish it. I basically can't watch anything else with them. Yeah. Well, that's um, how it is. I mean, it's, it's, it's like lost, you know, it's just, <laughs> yeah, I gotta, you have to keep watching. I got to find out how this thing ends, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully the payoff will be better on uh, Superstore than it was on lost. We can only... <laughs> Um, by the by the way, Matt, get the uh, get the music ready here. Uh, I watched a documentary over the weekend. Oh boy! Ooh, uh, so I recommend I got a doc recommendation. If Matt uh, gets the music going hold here, hold on, hold on. All right, here we go. I think you're gonna love it. 
Um, I'm trying to find the exact title of it. Uh, this is from those guys that they have the website. It's a, it's a YouTube documentary. Okay. And it's it's from the guys that make uh, that. Is it defunct? We talked about it with the. Who did we talk mm. with? Some guest we talked about uh, defunct uh, amusement park rides. You know, oh, there's that yeah. channel on YouTube. Mm. Yeah. Uh, mm. well, they have a documentary and the documentary is called uh, Live from uh, Live from the Space Stage. A Halix story. Halix story. H-A-L-Y-X. And it's about a rock band that they put together to perform uh, to get a recording contract, but then they also had them perform at the space stage next to Space Mountain in Disneyland for a summer. And um, it's a really great documentary. We, uh, the whole family enjoyed it. It's, uh, uh, it's worth watching. Uh, and it's on YouTube. It's free on YouTube. Wow. Oh, cool. Cool. Um, and uh, it's got some Star Wars elements to it. And uh, okay. Matt, I think you, I, I don't know about Charlie, but I think the rest of you, uh, we yeah. definitely enjoy it. When you're done watching the thing that Garen recommended, uh, you might want to check <laughs> this course. out. My spy comes um, first, Jimmy. Of course it does, in everybody's heart. Yeah. Um, live from the space stage, a Halix story. And it's about, like I say, they, uh, they put together a band, and uh, there's a Wookiee-like thing that plays bass. <laughs> oh, my God. In the a, band? In the band, yeah. It's a gentleman who is in a Wookiee costume. Okay. And I'm not giving anything away. You'll see it the second that you uh, look at the, <laughs> at the uh, poster. Uh, and then there's a robot on keyboard, and then there's uh, a woman lead vocalist, a guy in a spacesuit plays guitar. It's uh, and they're great. The band is phenomenal. What well, you know? Uh, what? They used to have real bands play that stage too. Like I think was it Oingo Boingo or like they used to have like concerts at Disneyland on like Friday nights, and like you'd see like actual like Southern California bands. That comes uh, up in this uh, in oh, the documentary on, on how why why is this a good idea when the locals are used to coming here to see real bands perform? Did did they mention uh, who was like some of the bands that played there? No, they did not, Matt. They just said popular Southern California bands. Okay, yeah, I got because I, I know my uh, my friend's sister used to work there when when she was in high school in the eighties and uh, and I think like had some stories about like some crazy shows that she saw there. Well, you know, and then uh, Six Flags tried to compete. Magic Mountain tried to compete, and they had Kiss there. And then that got shut down because there was a mad scientist that then made clones of Kiss to kill everybody. So that was, that that, had to shut the park down. That sounds like There's a documentary about that, too. It's called Kiss Meets the Phantom (laughs) of the Park. And so that's also a documentary uh, that's worth uh, sussing out. All right, well. I'll, I'll watch I'll watch my spy and then I'm going to watch this helix thing and then I got to go figure out. What oh, you got to see. It is unbelievable. It's, a, it's a, again, a documentary about kiss and, and these clones trying to kill everybody. Yeah. Wow. Uh, all right, Garen, please give me your answer on dice. Uh, let's roll dice facts. The question again. Uh, uh, this is uh, a the f- question. The very first pair of dice were made from what material specific? This is a great question. Oh, wait, don't uh, answer. I have to write my answer down. I apologize. Oh, I have to. Oh, Jesus. Uh, you guys talk amongst yourselves. Uh, while <laughs> hey, I I'll, I'll ask. Okay. I got I got more questions uh, for Colton about Super Storage because it's on my mind a lot. Sure. Um, uh, I'm obsessed with the Jordans you get to wear. Uh, it's like you have a different pair of Jordans every episode, and I'm, I'm obsessed <laughs> with that. Um, do you get to keep any of those? Do you want to keep any of those? Uh, I mean, I would love to keep all of them. Uh, but technically, those Jordans are all property of NBC Universal. Uh, so, okay. 
There's a no way in any way that I would have any pair of those Jordans at that never would happen anywhere. As the camera pans back, <laughs> stacks of shoes behind him, uh, and then like another just like tangential or somewhat related to that fashion question is: uh, you always wear those shirts that have like the diamonds on them. What's the mm-hmm. story of that brand? Is that are you connected to that somehow? Uh, well, the brand uh, those shirts are called Diamond, okay. um, and um, uh, you know, they're just the shirts. They they agreed to let me wear their shirts. Huh. Um, I think we reached out to a few different brands, and uh, you know, we liked we liked a lot of their shirts, and they agreed to let us wear. I remember once in a while, I'll wear a couple other ones. Crooks and Captains are is another one, but uh, but for the most part, I'm wearing Diamond T-shirts. Yeah. All right. Um, I I didn't I had never heard of it before, so I didn't know if it was something if it was some hidden. Yeah, you know, it. I had not really heard of it either until I did the show and I started getting a lot of tweets uh, and messages from people who had heard of them and really were big fans and wanted to know how Garrett was getting all these all these Jordans and all these cool T-shirts working at a at a store. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Right, you're going on strike for not making enough money, and then you show up with those new kicks, as the young kids say. Yeah. Um, all right, Garen, give me your, uh, I've written down my answer now. Matt, thank you for that. Uh, two solid questions. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Garen, what do you think here? The very first pair of dice were made from what material? I'm looking for a specific on this. I quite enjoy this question. It's a good, it's a perfect trivia question. My answer, based on uh, nicknames for uh, die or dice, I'm going to say human bones. Uh, dem bones, dem bones, which human, might not be about dice. Now that I think about it, human bone. Yeah, it is rolled dem bones. Uh, I understand that. Garen likes the cock. What? Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, I wonder if that's specific enough. I wonder if uh, that's going to please. Oh, you think, you think he has to actually name the like what? What <laughs> bone? Like who? Which what person it came from? I don't know. I don't <laughs> know about that person. <laughs> yes, he needs to know. Uh, they were the, from the bones of John Merrick. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, it could be like <laughs> some pharaoh, like Nebuchadnezzar or something. No, I meant like what bone on the body? Like, is it a knuckle? Is it a is it a, a femur? Femur. Yeah, exactly. But either way, that I feel like human bone is specific enough because my answer also is not that. But it's it's you'll see. It's, um, it's all right. I, well, I, I only went as specific that. as the species. <laughs> um, well, full disclosure, so did I. So, All right. uh, we will uh, we will uh, find out. Well, Garen, anything else that uh, we should uh, let uh, Colton know about you and your uh, your weekend? Um, no, hey, Jimmy, did you post about that documentary somewhere? Did you? No, I did not. No, I did not. Because post about it. before we started recording, that documentary popped up somewhere. Bizarrely enough that i thought it, when you told me about it, i thought oh that must have been jimmy that i saw it was not me but it. i will tell you this i saw it as a post on twitter and that's what made me uh look at that's it. So, so weird we must have saw the same that's crazy i would imagine hey, but no it's just been what we talked about earlier it's you know all right well be safe keep us posted on your father of course and uh, uh of course this covid situation which again i maintain is a hoax but it sounds like maybe something's happening in your apartment okay yeah well, good luck. it's it's, it's it's just as real as Australia, to, get, to be honest. <laughs> Not real, then. All right. No, completely uh, fake. <laughs> should we tell? Should we tell Colton about the Australia theory? I don't. I feel like I think you should. I, I would, Matt, go ahead and explain this to Colton, please. Uh, apparently, sir, some flat earthers believe that Australia doesn't exist, and that people who say they're from Australia are only actors paid by NASA. 
Really? I've, I've been to Australia. <laughs> okay. Be, well, you're also an actor. You're an actor. You're an actor. That is true. You're an actor. <laughs> that so, is true. You know what? And you know what? And, and, we don't and, know and anybody who hasn't been there. Yeah. Go ahead. I'll, I'll tell you yes. what. I, I did sit on a plane for a while and got off, and they told me I was in Australia, <laughs> so you never right? know. Right? Yes. <laughs> sat in the middle of the Mojave. You have no idea. Yep. <laughs> God, how funny is that? They, you, they literally could do that, and you'd go, yeah, all right, I buy it. Well, like, yeah, you're there. Okay. What about time Sounds zones, good. Jimmy? Uh, I think they're on mountain. I don't know. What's the question? <laughs> I will say this, too. I also I also made sure as soon as I got off the plane in Australia, I went and flushed the toilet to see it I mean, spin the other way. <laughs> and? So, I mean... Was- did it work? Was it everything you hoped it for? It did. It did. It flushed the other way. I also saw a bunch of constellations that I've never seen before because you can't see the same constellations. Yeah, there's, cool. there's a number of uh, reasons why uh, I feel like they. it was either a really, really good show that they put on <laughs> or I was actually in Australia. <laughs> uh, Colton, were you there as uh, some sort of a, uh, a press junket or were you performing down there or just vacationing? Uh, just it was just a trip, you know. I've uh, unfortunately I, I know a lot of people have been lucky enough to go out there to do some performance and stuff like that. I'd love to do that someday, but uh, this was just a trip. Great. I've never been there. You ever been there, and Matt or Elliot or Gary? I love. I want to go. Yeah, I'd love to do it. How Great. is that? Like an eleven-hour flight? How long is that flight? Uh, I think yeah. I think it was about yeah. It was almost uh, maybe maybe almost fifteen hours or something. Jesus, it was boy, long, boy. I think this is the best time to do it, too. Getting on a plane right now is the best place to be. So oh, that's in. great. Yeah, for especially as, as long a period of time as you right. can be there. You got, yeah. you got everything going for that flight. I would get in there. Mm-hmm. I actually, oh. I, I, saw, I saw a science video that said yes. that, that planes are not as bad as you think they are because if, they, if, they're, if they're taking the air from the outside, they're actually moving more air out of the plane than if you're just in a room. Oh, all right. I thought the whole thing was they're just circulating the air, and that's why it's so bad. I, I think I think that that's a misconception. Perhaps I think it is I've, too. I've heard that as well. Okay, uh, but you know, if somebody's coughing on you right next to you, obviously that's that's no good. Yeah, but uh, right, but, but, the but, air- but the the fear of like opening up your vents and having sickness. And, and by the way, I've been guilty of this. Going, I don't need that sickness just blowing right on me. Apparently, that's fr- that could be fresher air than hmm. uh, what what is around you. So, right. Okay. Uh, the, only say, the other fear of stuff like that to me now, though, is that once you get there, what if they decide to shut everything down again and you're just <laughs> stuck in Australia? Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I can think I of worse places to be stuck, but. I mean, I, I, yeah, no, I heard, I, I, that one that one works, but you know, <laughs> I, I hear the stars are amazing in Australia. You go up, and you look up in the sky, you're going to see things you've never seen. So we're all different. Uh, they're all different. They have different stars there. It's a different yes. sky, which makes me believe it's not real. I think it's another planet. I think that's why it takes so long. You're actually mm. flying to another planet. Right. Seventeen hours, by the way. Seventeen Whoa. hours. Wow. Yeah. I don't from there, from Australia to Los Angeles, it's seventeen hours. Jeez. It, and is that a, that's direct, right? That's a 17-hour direct flight. It seems like it. Yeah, oh, that sounds right. That's a long but it's time. Di- because of the way the Earth turns, the, it's longer one way than the other way. Mm-hmm. But I would think that would be shorter. Well, I don't pardon know. me. What do you mean by the Earth turning? I was under the impression that it uh, just straight straight line. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, just goes in a straight line. That, yeah, that's, it's flat. that's not even. Yeah. Let's, let's. I'm a straight liner. <laughs> uh, all right, let's check in with the guy who has a new nickname behind him there that I've, I don't remember where that came from. It's the Bionic Boar. Um, where did that come from, Elliot? Elliot uh, that was or, that was it was in the last know, live stream. and a half ago. No, it was it was in our last monthly live stream. Uh, yeah, I think you were saying something. 
But I, th- yeah. I thought we settled on the village idiot on the last episode. Uh, oh, you know what? Let me see if I can find that. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Uh, no, that's not it. Oh, oh I s- looks like you're in Australia. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. Hold on. Let me see if I can find are you, this. Are you seriously no. doing uh, background bits? Yeah, he's doing bits. <laughs> Uh, there he is. All right. Yeah. Strong stuff, Elliot. Is that why you Thank did you. that? So you can show us the flames behind you? I, I used it actually video? for something else that I was doing this weekend, and I thought it would be fun to, to, to double up. I liked Bionic 4, though. That was fun. Well, I can go I back to that. I don't, I don't disagree. Yeah, go back to that without going through the... Uh, oh, wait. No, oh, you don't want to do that? Jesus. All right. <laughs> well, I mean, one of them is, is literally accurate, isn't it? Because yeah, it's on fire. what his last name means. Oh, oh yeah. Isn't that what we talked about? We learned we that talk, on the last yes. episode, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, 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 Colton, you're not going to know, but uh, uh, I looked up. I'll show you the picture again. This is my this is my uncle, who was okay. in the military in Germany. My last name's Hochberg, okay. and he took a picture by a sign there. And I looked up this specific place, and then there was a history of the etymology of the place. And uh, apparently, my last name. One interpretation is object of ridicule. <laughs> object of ridicule is one interpretation of my last name. And is that just the Hoke part? Um, well, it's and so does Berg Hoke, mean the the area? So it's like a, the well, area of these individuals. <laughs> so so the more modern meaning of Hokeberg is high mountain or high hill. Mm-hmm. That's so the so Hoke is high and Berg is hill. But when you go back in time and find the origins of those parts of words, that's where you get this. Uh, it was a it was apparently a small town that people made fun of. It had small buildings and people made fun of it. And that's why it was an object of ridicule. So great. So that's, that's where that now came from. Y- that's now you. <laughs> it's uh, come full circle, Jimmy. I know it. You don't have to tell me. I saw those backgrounds. Now, Elliot, what is uh, what's happening in Palms, California that we could uh, uh, let me, Elliot, uh, you're going to tell the story. Matt sure. and Garen and Colton and I will all listen to it. Yep. Uh, well, the, the only thing I could think of uh, was uh, somebody got stuck on our elevator last week. Oh, good Lord. Uh, for a little and that, while. That had to be very scary because they're upwards of one level up. <laughs> well, it was a person who was delivering a, uh, a stove because we've got a new apartment. I, uh, Colt and I manage apartment building. Um, we have uh, uh, apartment vacancies and they're replacing the, the stoves and, uh, you know, brought the stove in there. And um, so obviously he's stuck in there. He presses the emergency button. We just got a newly installed call box we we, we didn't need one before because it was sort of grandfathered in and so we had the, the old style we just got a new box calls the fire department oh no that seems and extreme it does seem extreme but i mean you know if i was stuck in an elevator i would press the button if nobody heard me and i would say hey what am i gonna do because i'm i'm stuck here in this elevator um and so one of the tenants told me this was happening and when i found out they called the, the fire department my, my the first thing i thought is oh crap somebody's stuck in an elevator the second thing i thought is oh crap the fire department is coming are they going to break the elevator right, right? because they're going to have to pry this open so i'm scrambling to contact the the elevator company the whole thing we did get them out the fire department didn't need to break anything down basically shutting the elevator off and turning it back on again kind of solved it because hmm. it wasn't actually broken what it turns out it was was that a bottle cap from a plastic bottle got stuck when the doors closed it got stuck and there's a thing there's a a sensor there's if you if you think about an elevator there's like two doors there's the outer door and the inner door Mm -hmm. if they don't go in the right order then the elevator thinks something's wrong and it stops Mm -hmm. and so this this little plastic bottle cap got caught in one of the doors and threw that off and the elevator said nope not gonna something's wrong i'm gonna stop now 
So, uh, so yeah, so that was, uh, that was exciting over here at The Familiar. How long was the person stuck in the elevator before they called the fire department? Like, was before it an hour? Was it five minutes? How long was it? I, I, I'm not sure when they got stuck, but I would say it wasn't longer than five minutes. And then they were in the elevator for at least 20, maybe a half an hour <laughs> that I knew about. But would you so. call the, to me, calling the fire, pressing that fire department <clears throat> button five minutes in seems extreme. I, that, I would, I would maybe give it a second or two longer than I mean, that, or a minute or I mean, two I'm sure that they tried calling somebody. And, and the other thing is, uh, it may have happened while we were doing one of these. And so they may have tried to contact me, yeah. oh. but then I didn't hear it. Cause, cause obviously maybe they tried to contact sure, the manager. You want to say this uh, on a recording? <laughs> I, I, I'm an open book. I'm an open book. I, it's, it's fine. Uh, nobody was harmed in the making of this uh, story. Uh, well, so, we had so, to listen to it, but <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I, like I say, I don't know how long he was in there. I, I, I couldn't tell you because no. I'd told like me to that. think he was in there a while. I, 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 right. I, Jimmy, uh, I think uh, five minutes alone in an elevator that's not moving is plenty of time. I'm calling to call. Yeah, you yeah. are. Boy, oh boy, I don't because know if that, I am in five minutes. Well, who, what are you going to do? You're just going to sit there and hope that it changes. I'm going to do the thing that I see in movies. I'm going to look for the little door at the top of it. I'm going to climb up and I'm going to get out. That's what I'm going to do. Bruce Willis your way out of it. Yeah. I'm going to Bruce. I'm going to die hard, the son of a bitch. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yippee ki Motherfucker. Um, well, Elliot, that sounds exciting. It sounds like some exciting things happen at the familiar. Um, what? Uh, so tell me. Uh, hang on. I have to answer a text. I think my wife is uh, stuck in an elevator over at the... Uh, <laughs> Stuck in an elevator. Jimmy, while you're doing that, I have to, <laughs> if I don't point this out, I will get in trouble. Die Hard is, in fact, a Christmas film. I just did, have to bring that up. Who are you going to get in trouble with? The up. assholes of the world? Who's going to get mad gonna, at you for that? People are going to say, Garen, you're part of film Twitter. Why don't you mention that Die Hard is a Christmas movie? Because it's, it's not relevant to this conversation. What? That's Wait, why. I don't understand. Uh, it's, just, it's just the rules. It's just the rules. Every time Die Hard comes up, you have to mention that it's a Christmas movie. No. I'm sorry. I don't make the rules just has to happen now it, it it does take place during christmas but there's no um santa claus is not in it there's there's santa hat yeah, yeah there's definitely santa hat there's yeah no, there's nothing uh, christmas i just don't know i just don't know i just know if you'd call it diehard i mean I'm a, I'm a big diehard fan i i understand that it takes place during christmas but i don't, I don't know anybody who would call it a christmas movie it's 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 christmas it's a christmas i i, I can't i don't know I, it's, wait you and so garen you think it's a you're one of these people that falls on the side of it's a christmas movie oh it's it yeah, well from the screenwriter's mouth yeah Fair <laughs> it, it really but is it's, but jokes it's not aside a, Real, real it, quick, it really, real quick. When, uh, when did when did uh, when did Die Hard get released? What was the date? Hey, there's your there's your answer, buddy. What was the date of release? God, I hope it was in the summer. Please be in the summer. I beg of you to be in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> this stupid joke really went in hard. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna fight about it. I this isn't it, the Santa Claus. It came out July fifteenth. Believe it or not. Yeah, I'm right, middle of summer. Right. You can't get more middle of summer than that. Wait. That, that, that torpedoes the theory a little bit. No, uh-huh. because Joel Silver's requirements are that he wants most of his movies to have Christmas themes so they, they get played every single year at Christmas and he makes money off of them. Right. But and you know that, what? Even then, I would say that that's not a, doesn't make it a Christmas movie. It just no. it just means that he at, he puts Christmas in it. Here's the, the sequel thing. to Die Hard also takes place during Christmas. Here's the thing. I'm looking at the soundtrack for Die Hard and we got Winter Wonderland. Christmas in Hollis, 
-hmm. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Ode to joy, jingle bells. It's a lot of Christmas songs. Well, it's a, a Christmas, Christmas soundtrack. Song. Doesn't mean it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll give I you mean that. that's that's logically I, true. I stand corrected. I stand corrected. That'd be funny I, if the soundtrack didn't come out until like November twentieth or something. Right. <laughs> Uh, I maintain this is a Brian Adams situation where this guy is rewriting history yes. to fit the narrative that's going around about like summer of 69. It was never about 69. It was literally about the summer of 69. Right. And Brian Adams is like, no, it's always was about oral sex. Never. You didn't bring it up until 35 <laughs> years later, you asshole. Nobody's believing you. <laughs> but he probably he probably did that because he was tired of people asking. So he was just like, fine. I, yeah. Yes, it is. It is about that. Agreed. Stop asking me now. I, uh, I must have asked at least five times when I got a chance to <laughs> ask. Right? Uh, now, let me ask you this, Elliot. Speaking of questions. Uh, yes. Young Oliver's question this week is, the very first pair of dice were made from what material? Specific. Yeah. Um, so, so I don't know the answer for sure, but I, I know things about this because, uh, like, the oldest set of dice, I believe, is Egyptian, or there's at least a game that used dice from ancient Egypt. Um, Romans also had had dice. Um, Ellie, can I ask you this? Was there yeah. a Pop-O-Matic back in those days? <laughs> <laughs> no. And what right, was that made of? Um, uh, so here's my answer that I wrote down. I said human finger bones. Oh, getting even more specific. Wow, that is very yeah. specific. And by the way, if it, if the answer is human finger bones, I will accept that over just human bones. I will. Uh, right. You, the, you have the, trumped the specificity. Yeah, because my my, my understanding is that the original dice did not have pips. They were just you, you would throw the bones, and there was some like sort of tarot cardy kind of that sort of thing going on with with that. But um, it it wasn't until a certain point where they decided to actually mark the side so they could gamble, because mm -hmm. that's the what, what the mm -hmm. the dice that we know of. That's what that's mm -hmm. where they originated. So from that's what I from what I recall. And some, uh, please explain to me how Gladys Knight fits into this. If you could please <laughs> let me shoehorn that shit joke into this, uh, I would appreciate it. And again, maybe I will Google the name, uh, the word joke. Uh, at this point. Uh, I just really just said words that were near each other, uh, which, of course, was the name of my 2020 tour. That's 100 percent true. Uh, my 2020 tour was uh, the hindsight 20 uh, hindsight 2020 tour words near each other. And then I went on exactly one date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have a bunch of posters in your garage, right? Yeah. I do have a bunch of posters that are, uh, if you go to my website, you could buy posters and pins that were supposed to be sold uh, at the live venues. Oh. And uh, they are now here. And I still Is have the, uh, the special. You buy, uh, you buy two, you get one free. You buy two things, you get the poster. You buy two pins, you get a poster free. That's how that's working. Um, so, uh, 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 those of you that haven't done that yet, uh, now's the time to get on that. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Jimmy, 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 yes, hey, Jimmy. Hey, we're still. What's here. up? Are you guys done talking about my posters? <laughs> oh, I too get a get a button free. <laughs> oh, oh no, he's he's out again. <laughs> what? What's up? No, I'm back. Um, all right, Matt Belknap, let's check in with you. Matt's up there, of course. He's at uh, Never Not Funny headquarters in Sherman Oaks, California, where I yeah. last uh, last we checked in was 85 degrees. Uh, Matt, of course, cut his hair over the weekend. His uh, daughter also, uh, she uh, had her bangs cut. Uh, so a lot happening in the Belknap household. Oh, yeah. Uh, Exciting stuff. The kids are back at school, right, Matt? Yes, sir. Yeah. And how is that going with the, uh, with the virtual learning? It's going all right. Yeah, uh, like you said earlier, there was a bit of a scare this morning. There was emails going around about how Zoom was having huge outages, so people were 
not sure if uh, what was going to happen with these classes, but everything seemed to be fine. Um, but yeah, it's it's going okay. Uh, I don't know. I guess we'll find out when they're uh, adults if if they if if they learned anything, <laughs> like if, if their education worked, if it stuck, or if this was all folly and we could have just uh, been you know playing tiddlywinks. But <laughs> and she's in seventh grade this year. Yeah, and uh, Charlie's fourth grade. Third. Third grade. Yeah. Man. Yeah, uh, so, uh, you know, not, I don't know. I don't know what the best or worst time of a, a child's life is to have this be happening. Uh, in some ways, I'm glad that, like, I, I kind of feel for you, Colton, that, like, having young children, I could see that being difficult uh, because you got to entertain them a little bit more. They, you gotta be, they're not as independent. But uh, but then you don't have to worry about the school situation. So you, they're kind of the benefit of that. Um, I think this is going okay. I think this will be okay. I'm glad they're not in high school or something where it feels like, you know, you got to be getting ready to go to college and all that stuff. I, I, I think Matt, and I was talking to somebody about this over the weekend that middle school is actually, I think the perfect age for this to be happening because they could be a little self-sufficient where they could go to class and they can do what they got to do. You don't have to entertain them all the time. Uh, And yet they're not in high school, like you say, getting ready for college and, and, and hormones and everything hitting in high school where Mm. being stuck in your bedroom, doing it is going to be horrible. Mm -hmm. Uh, so they're not some obviously some kids are there but for yeah. the most part middle school is they're kind of in that weird transition where this is the perfect time for that whereas younger kids and you experienced this with charlie as well um need a little more attention so that's yeah uh a, a tough age for it so uh, i think with zoe and oliver we're pretty lucky yeah, yeah. Um, in that regard did I say I, anything? There was a long run-on <laughs> sentence that may or may not have had any facts to it or information. I think you said uh, buy two and you get a pin for free or something. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, we should just let him rest a little bit. Yeah, I should tell you, you shouldn't. That it actually somehow hurts my neck. To do oh that, no! So. <laughs> um, as as someone who doesn't have children and who has been uh, attacked for making any suggestions previously, yeah. Um, I wonder though if if you have really young children it's said that like being with your parents the more you're with your parents the better result you might get because because it's the formative years uh, so could, even though it's maybe a lot more annoying in some sense could it not be better for young children if if their parents are there all the time I, I honestly I don't know I'm just asking I think it could be for certain ages yeah yeah but, uh, they also but I think need, for high school they, but all kids need socialization too and, and if right but I'm just like talking about like babies and like you have a you have a yeah. baby and you have a four-year-old yeah it seems like that might actually work to your benefit as far as their their adjustment until they should be with other kids it work to their benefit yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah yeah I mean if I could I, I, personally I don't I have dogs I don't have kids myself but if I could make a suggestion paintball <laughs> oh what? Uh, handball. Handball. Yeah. handball. Handball. Thank you, Garen. Thank you for your input. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. that. Just bounce it against the wall. It means fun for the whole family. It's a Christmas Tires game. everybody out. It's a Christmas <laughs> game. Yes. Uh, oh, I like the idea of handball as a Christmas game. Garen, please go check in on uh, your roommate and see how it's going. How is I, I Col- think that. Oh, some, sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. Was, no, go ahead, Matt. I was going to ask Colton, how is your daughter dealing with it? Has she, has she been okay? Uh, yeah, she's doing well. Uh, you know, uh, she's, she lives with her mom, uh, so she has uh, mostly been there. And, you know, due to all the craziness, there hasn't been <clears throat> a ton of back and forth, obviously, as much as usual. Uh, but uh, she seems to be doing good. She's got a did, – did a summer camp that was mostly on Zoom. And she uh, – you know, they're, they're starting up. You know, they'll be doing Zoom, you know, schools and kid pre-K, stuff like that. So Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, it's tough. All right. Uh, so, you know, look, it's weird. And I can, with Oliver graduating eighth grade, as much as I, as I say to him, I don't remember a second of my eighth grade graduation. It, it means nothing in the real world. I still want him to have it. You know, I yeah, still want him to yeah. be able to walk across whatever the, the, the stage or the, the, the carpet that they put out there, get his diploma, be proud that he accomplished something and make that step into high school. And again, at the same time, in two years, he won't give a shit. But yeah. but it's uh, kind of your first experience. Uh, I mean, I, I, they, they do that sort of thing in elementary school, but that's even less consequential. Right. I feel like the, the middle school one is kind of like uh, it's it's you feel like you do feel like you've grown up. You feel you. It's like it marks the occasion yeah. of your 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 uh, your leveling up in life. <laughs> so I feel Agreed. like if you don't have that ceremony, then you don't experience that sense of, oh, wow, I've I've. I'm no longer this. Now I'm going to be there. I mean, you still would understand that intellectually, but I do think there's something important about that. I agree with that. Uh, Matt Belknap, I would also need to have your answer now, please. Yeah. Um, and well, of course, after Elliot's answer, my, I feel like my answer sucks now. Um, like I don't like mine anymore. Uh, mostly because I wasn't thinking about how the fact that they weren't necessarily dice the way we think of dice. Um, uh, so I said elephant bone because I was trying to think of a bone that, you know, that would be found in, in maybe in Africa uh, where they would carve it into the shape of what we think of as dice. But then Elliot mm-hmm. blew that whole thing out of the water. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming well, that my information's that, correct. No, yeah, of course, just because he invented a board game once doesn't mean he knows more about this than, than you do. No, but what he all. said makes sense is that that maybe they started out by just rolling, you know, whatever bones they found around. They didn't bother to carve them into shapes. But uh, right. Anyway. Uh, all right, listen, we got everybody's but uh, Colton in mind. Uh, why don't we take a break? Uh, we'll take our second break. When we come back, we'll get Colton's answer. We'll get my answer. We'll talk more with Colton. Uh, and then we will go about our day. Uh, so we'll be back with more right after this. Hey, guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Colton Dunn is on Twitter at CappedDope. Uh, capped as in captain but without the a-i-n so c-a-p-t-d-o-p-e is his handle on twitter and he's also on cameo just uh, uh cameo.com slash colton dunn if you want to get a message from him uh of course check out superstore when it comes back uh hopefully it'll be back in october on nbc in the meantime you can catch up on hulu uh nbc online probably has it uh, you know the uh the on-demand uh, old episodes if you want to do what i did over the last few months and watch every episode it is worth it very funny show and uh we're enjoying it a lot jimmy pardo is at jimmy pardo on twitter he's also at the tucson improv along with me this friday night uh that's august 28th 7 p.m pacific time jimmy and i are playing the game show show at tucsonimprov.com uh you can get tickets at that website to uh, join the zoom room and watch us compete against each other in a real live game show with improv happening all around us so please check that out on friday august 28th and uh other than that we've got masks uh, never not funny masks are available over at nevernotfunny.com click the link there to get to uh, amanda zimmerman's ebay page where you can purchase a small or large or a kid-sized mask in uh, any of three colors pink black and oh no i'm sorry pink is sold out i apologize it's red black and dark blue so uh get a mask it's uh, gonna support some frontline workers and support amanda during this time so that's awesome and check that out as well if you want to watch clips of the show you know where to go youtube.com slash never not funny click the notification bell if you want to know when new episodes or new uh clips are up and don't forget to subscribe enjoy 
hey, sometimes you find yourself at the, the wallet missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earn-in's there if you got a last-minute gift for a loved one, an unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other, are you, are you at the wild animal vet? Yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier. Oh, okay. Uh I think people, I think they like the sound of pet vet. It does sound fun. It is fun to say. I get it. Uh, but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun. So uh, That's a good point. Yeah. Why are they, yeah. why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue? You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now, listen, This is here's the important thing. Earn-in is there because the, the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good, I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earn-in jumps in. Yes. Uh, earn-in is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah, it's but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. That's what they're saying. They say it like that? Yeah. They, I would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement. No, the, these are people that, uh, you, you know, when they're giving a testimonial, they're caught off guard. And they're, then, they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone. Exactly these are right. not professional these broadcasters. Like, we are. Yeah, they, they, they sound stilted, but that's real. That's genuine. Thank you. Matt, again, it gives them peace of mind. <laughs> uh, hey, download Earning Today. That is spelled E-A-R-N-I-N. That's in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Never Not Funny under podcast, please. When you sign up, it'll help the show. Let's them know who said to you there, who directed you there. Once again, put in Never Not Funny under podcast. Subject your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Earnin. It's your money. Get it now. Hey, hiring's hard. So hard. So ZipRecruiter's there to make it easy. So easy. That a boy, Matt. You did exactly what I was hoping for. We don't plan these folks. We don't script these out. We we sit down. We go, uh, hey, let's do a ZipRecruiter ad. And then I, I just say something and then Matt responds. And it's very, very never enough funny very brand. Very organic. Uh, very organic. We both turn into James Austin Johnson <laughs> doing Trump. Very organic. They're talking about organic. <laughs> Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Uh, Look, we haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and they do. Yes. And uh, look. I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work uh, as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, if that was your, your passion. It's not mine. I don't, it's not mine either. So my passion's the opera. (laughs) <laughs> Obviously, we all know that. Okay, I just want to make from, sure. From longtime listeners know that you love the I opera. I want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it. So just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates. That's exactly right. By the way, we have tickets for the opera coming up. I'm going to hire somebody to go in my place. <laughs> uh, that is my passion. My passion for the opera is to avoid it. Yeah. Uh, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire.
Hey everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2701, first episode of the new season, uh, season 27. Colton Dunn is here. Uh, <laughs> Colton's a longtime friend, first time guest. Uh, just uh, revealed some exciting news that they are going back into production for Superstore next week on the uh, 8th of September. They've already had the table read and uh, look forward to the premiere of the new season of Superstore. It's going to be very exciting here at the house. Uh, we had a little disappointment here in the house last night. We thought uh, that... Uh, Apple released two new episodes of Ted Lasso, but it was only one new episode. Mm, yeah. And uh, and when it, we were like, oh, good, we get to watch it. No, we don't. We got to wait till next Friday Ugh. to get the new episode of Ted Lasso. But boy, that's it. Are you watching that, Colton? Oh, I love it. Yeah. You know, I'm, uh, I, I lived in Amsterdam with uh, Brendan Hunt, who plays uh, coach, his uh, the, oh, no. uh, assistant coach. Oh, OK. Uh, for a number of years. Um, and uh, and uh, and I'm old friends with uh, Sudeikis. So uh, it was very uh, I, I love that show. That uh, they yeah. they had been working on that for a while, and uh, it was really great to see them do it. And I I, I just love it. I absolutely. Yeah, and I me love too. I love the uh, I love the guy who plays the older footballer. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's so funny. Oh yeah. man, he's, that guy's hilarious. <laughs> I think everybody's great on there, and yeah. I kind of love that we you literally know Jason Sudeikis and nobody else as as far as I'm sure maybe overseas they know who they uh, who all those actors are, but I don't know any of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like it. I like discovering new people, and then I mm-hmm. I only think of them as their character. I don't think of them yeah. as oh here he is doing this role. It's like I really believe that those guys are soccer players and here's Sudeikis and a mustache uh, telling them what to do. Yeah, funny joke. Uh, that guy who plays the oldest footballer yes. can't play soccer. Doesn't know Is that play. right? <laughs> Not good at it. Um, I can believe it. Now that you say it, I can believe it. A little trivia for you. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, my, honestly, my only complaint about the show is that it's not like the episodes are not long enough because, you know, now that I've caught up to them coming out weekly, I, I'm not satisfied by 30 minutes of it. I, want, I know. I want more of it every time I watch it. So. Isn't it funny that this is how we used to live all the time of, okay, I watched Welcome Back, Cotter. I, I will see it next week and I will look forward to it. Right. Whereas now it's like, I want my show now. How dare they do it like this? But doesn't it also kind of feel like it's, even though it's funny, it's paced more like an hour long show. So it's like, whoa, yes. that's it. That's all we're getting this week. It's like uh, it's, uh, jarring to me. But, I agree. Uh, it's also because uh, I'm just enjoying it and I don't want it to end. Mm-hmm. Me too. Uh, all right, Colton, it is now time for you to reveal your question. With the very first pair of dice were made from what material? Specific. Uh, what would you come up with? We've already got uh, the, a variety of answers. Uh, bone I related. Said, I said human bone. Human, human bone. bone. Went with the same yeah. thing as Garen Cockrell. Uh, I did not, uh, not. Not as specific as fingers. <laughs> um, right. Well, I guess in this case, maybe uh, if you just said bone, maybe he wanted more specific from just That's bone. what I thought when yeah. he said, yeah. when I heard specific, I went, well, it's got to be a specific type of bone. And I wasn't brave enough to just pick some random animal from the animal kingdom. I just, <laughs> I just, I just yeah. Uh, whereas I, admittedly, uh, did that. I, uh, I dare I say, I rolled the dice on an answer here. Oh. Okay. And uh, I went with whale bone. I went whale with bone. <laughs> Yes, that's not a terrible very, answer. To be the, honest, I mean, that's not. Okay. I, 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 wait, wait, hang the on. Very gonna, first, the very first set of dice, like <laughs> yes, that, these guys yeah. went out and got a whale. I think. Here's what I think. I think that they sucked the fat out for soap and went. What do we do with the rest of it? Let's make some dice out of this thing and have a game. Let's what? do this thing. That, see, here's the thing. I'm so I wrote that down first, and then I crossed it out because I think I must have had a psychic premonition of Colton laughing at me. 
We're <laughs> laughing I, I, as I if mean, I'm the well, dumbest uh, man uh, in the world. Yeah. That would be great. It just, it, it's so you know funny to me about a bunch of Egyptians trying to get a whale. <laughs> Nobody says it's Egyptians. That's, that's something these idiots made up. Well, yeah. I could be wrong. Who else is rolling dice first? I don't know the pilgrims. I don't know. I don't know how works. You think the pilgrims caught a whale? <laughs> I do. I think somebody caught a whale and said, "Let's let's bone up here." I got to. got to play had a long boat ride. They had to do something on that boat ride. That's right. There you go. Yes. I well, actually, full, full disclosure, I wrote whale teeth to begin with. That was my first Whoa. one. That's Crossed out one. teeth and then just went uh, whale bone. Damn. Um, yeah, well, I, we'll see. So, I mean, I thought I, of it. you know what, Colton, I've never wanted to be right more in my entire life about something. <laughs> I hope you're so right that, too. Man. So I, that you I, I'll, I'll be suck it. I will suck it so hard. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of sucking happening today, apparently. Yeah. That's right. It, it uh, makes Matt, sense Matt, in, from the perspective of, of we know that whalebone has been carved into lots of things yeah. over over yes. the years. What's the, ter- what's the term for that? I'm, I'm trying to pull it. I can't remember. Oh, uh, scrimshaw. Scrimshaw. That's right, yeah, good one. Good word, but uh, yeah. But then I realized, wait a minute, dice have to go back farther than than hunting whales or whatever. Then scrimshaw? <laughs> well, you think this is? You think dice are pre scrimshaw? I think so. Yeah, I think it's going to go way see, back. My, my fear is that is that you know because I'm thinking of the old the oldest uh, civilizations that it's like it's the Incas or the Chinese or something which I didn't even consider. Yeah. I'm just going from like things that I'm I'm aware of. I think that's hurtful to our Chinese listeners, Elliot, uh, if I have to be honest with you. When I mean, you say you didn't even think about them. <laughs> well, I just it, I don't have any information about Chinese uh, uh well, dice. Gets, gets so you're digging a deeper ditch here, pal. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I just got a text message that Die Hard is a, a Chinese New Year movie. So, oh, uh, yes, yes wow. I found that to be as interesting as I is it me. As My apologies. I got confused. <laughs> yeah, you you They've got the bullshit. gold building and the red blood. It does. It does kind of make sense. Yeah. Um, all right. Here we go. Let's reveal it. Then we got all of our answers here. Oh boy. Uh, I've never been more ridiculed in my in any of the, <laughs> the history of this trivia game than Colton Dunn. Just literally just took his belt off and hit me in my ass. With it. Like that's how bad that was. Like like I got punished for that answer. And it was not horrible. Even, the thing is, like, he doesn't know it, but that's not even close to the dumbest answer you've ever given. Like, oh no, I've done dumber answers. <laughs> I'm not good at trivia. I'm horrible at trivia. I don't know anything but 80s music. That's all I fucking know in the world. And very specific White Sox trivia. That's it. Right. God, I've never wanted to be whalebone more. Here we go. Uh, here we go. And again, remember, I have the challenge of reading my son's writing on this. Uh, by the way, did I get one answer right in season 26? I don't think I did. Oh, boy. Are you keeping track of so, that, Garen? I don't, I don't know. 26 episodes. I don't think I got one right answer. I feel answer. you have to have. I think you did. I think no, you got one right. No, I don't think so. You might not have won because somebody else got it right. Yeah. I don't well, think had I got 19 one. points, so you had to get something else oh, somehow. Go. No, not necessarily. That just means that... Uh, no, 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 because I, only correct answers count towards the end of the... Yeah. yeah. Oh, so I did get something right. Well, I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, I think you got two right. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, here's some crazy. Before I give you the answer, I'll give you some other crazy dice facts. Okay. Uh, dice can be colors. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, dice can have numbers on them. Dice can be different sizes. Some people have dice trays. I'm going to have to talk to my son about what are other interesting dice facts. <laughs> I, I, have, I have a set of dice that has musical notes on it. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, wow. I can't see it. I think this. I think what Oliver wrote down here is more obvious trivia than it is anything else. Yeah. Uh, here's the answer. And, and by the way, we, we weren't that far off, but boy, he was looking for specific. Here's the answer. Oh boy. Oh, the ankle bones of a den animal. 
the ankle bones oh. of a dead animal. Huh. Okay. So there, uh, there's That's, the specific that, answer he was looking for. That is both more, more and less specific. And less, <laughs> right? So, so it could be like any dead animal, apparently. Yeah. yeah. And from what I if, I, if I'm reading into this correctly, specifically whale, he's saying. The ankle bone of a whale. You see the whale's feet and how they've got that ankle bone, that hinge? All right. Nobody got that right. No. So that means apparently some of us are cannibals. Well, I'm the only one who said an animal, the not human. I mean, uh, a whale is a mammal, but it doesn't have ankles. My answer is the only one that could have been right. Uh, yes, but uh, yeah. this is what we're looking. Are, are, what happened? Whoa! There? What the hell? Whoa! Wow! The secrets revealed. <laughs> what happened there? That's bizarre, right? That was yeah. really bizarre. Uh, no, I'm, uh, I'm still in the office, guys. <laughs> uh, turn it off and back on again. Uh, go, go to go to none, and then go to back to your your background. Hang on a second. That's Why bizarre. That happened. That's so strange. I suspect it had something to do with the color of the uh, post-it note. Yeah. Yeah. It it, it took all that. A different color away different background okay hey guys i'm back in the office i i just had to take a quick break there and get out of the office for a second good to be back uh boy oh boy that was uh yeah will it happen again ha ha well, don't oh, look at that wow. fun magic trick why are you doing it on purpose because it was fun <laughs> i found like it to be hassle. fun all right uh wait where'd it go there, there, no, I'm back. The ankle okay. bones of animals. Because actually, mm. after I after I wrote mine down, I was like, damn, maybe it was snake bones. Because I could see snake bones being just out on the ground like in the desert. Yeah, right. I could see. Yeah. If it's a big enough snake, it could be like a spinal, like a spinal bone. Because yeah. I've seen some pictures of like what was used as dice, and and sometimes they use that, but that probably maybe it wasn't the first ones. Right. All or right, maybe nobody good. Good. Oh, I was just saying, maybe, maybe where Oliver was looking, maybe they were the first dice that actually had markings on the side. So therefore, you had to kind of have a big enough bone to make a cube out of it. Mm. I think they use sharpie. I think they, they uh, would use a sharpie and put <laughs> yeah. the little dots on the side, the pips, as you say, on the side of the uh, of the ankle bone. Uh, so uh, nobody got it. So let's reveal our uh, our bets. Garen, what did you bet? I went with ten. Ten for Garen. Uh, Elliot I also went with ten. If you can see that. Ten. Matt Belknap. I went four. You oh, asshole. God Son damn of a it. bitch. I got so excited with mine. Colton, what'd you bet? 22. Yeah. All right. The Avenue, a little Iron Maiden. Uh, I went with seven. I got very excited when they both said 10, hoping that Matt Belknap uh, took a bit of risk. Uh, so once, hey, here's a shot, guys. Matt won. Good for you, Matt. <laughs> I don't know shit about dice. Why would I bet anything? Like, I, I, I almost totally bet. fair. We're just still he doesn't know anything you. about you, honey. Shut up, honey. They're talking about dice. <laughs> All right. Uh, Colton, the name of the program is Superstore. That's true. You go, you're back in production September the 8th. Uh, you also worked on Key and Peel for a while as a performer as well as a writer. Is that, uh, is that accurate information? Uh, yeah, mostly as a writer. But yes, I appeared in a, a number of sketches. Do you, uh, do you keep in touch with those gentlemen? Sure, I sure do. Huh? Yeah. Uh, do you like one more than the other? And you don't. Have to <laughs> well, uh, no, I don't. I like them both the same, but I, I um, have known Jordan longer than Keegan. Um, now I don't. Was Jordan a, a, a? Did you do UCB in New York before you moved here? Or I did, did you, but I met Jordan in Amsterdam at the at Boom Chicago, where I also met Brendan Hunt, who is uh, on uh, Ted Lasso. 
What is, um, uh, uh, I of course know what uh, Boom Chicago is, but for those sure. like Elliot that don't, could you please walk Elliot through Boom Chicago? Uh, Boom Chicago is an American improv theater that is based in Amsterdam. Uh, and it is, uh, the cast is made up of American improvisers and now also um, uh, UK improvisers as well as actually some uh, expats who live in, in, uh, in Holland. Would you get, would they cast it out of the States here and then send you guys over there? They did. Uh, I mean, they've, they've, they've broadened out their casting to be more worldwide, but originally, uh, yeah, it was sort of cast out of, uh, first just out of Chicago, then it was uh, New York and Chicago, and then New York, Chicago, LA, and I believe even some people from Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. Uh, everything's bigger down there. Now, you grew up, I want to say, in the middle of Illinois, right? Bloomington Normal, is that where you grew up? I was born in Normal, Illinois, right outside of Bloomington, Illinois, but I grew up in St. Paul minnesota oh uh, so you were not normal for, uh, do you remember any of your time there or was that no, before not you really no i left when i was about two years old all right well they're still talking about you down there so apparently uh, it made a big impact on the city <laughs> I, I guess so few famous people come out of bloomington normal that they uh uh hey here's one let's let's <laughs> on to this um the, uh, and then were you were you in, uh, in St. Paul your entire life until you moved uh, to Amsterdam? Was it Amsterdam uh, from there? To New York or Chicago? Yeah, first, first, I moved to New York. So uh, okay. yeah, I was I was I grew up there, and then uh, I moved out to New York when I was nineteen. And uh, uh, to do improv and, and that sort of thing, to do comedy, to to, to to do comedy, I made the wise nineteen year old choice that the best thing I could do is not go to college, but move to New York and try to do comedy for a living. It uh, well, look, it, it paid off, but at the time, it probably seemed scary. <laughs> Eventually, I guess <laughs> it did. Um, did you? Um, oh, what was my question? Uh, 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 ah, shit. Oh, did, oh, I know what I want to ask. Did you uh, do stand up at all before you did sketch, or was it right into sketch for you? Uh, but I, I did. I did all of that. You know, I did uh, did stand up, did uh, improv, did sketch comedy. Um, you know, the first writing job that I got in Los Angeles was on Mad TV. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, uh, you know, that sort of uh, opened the door for other writing jobs. So I was pretty much a writer when I first moved out here. And did uh, and you also, if I'm not mistaken, you were teaching classes at the UCB there for a little while. I was. As well, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I was one of the first teachers at the UCB Los Angeles Theater. Did uh, did any of your students uh, go on to uh, like, hey, this guy was my student and now he's uh, this guy? Uh, let's see. Uh, I don't you know, I'm sure there are some students out there. Uh, yeah, there's a student named Luca. Who's uh, who's who's done done a lot of work? Um, is he is he still up on that second floor? God, I knew it. <laughs> he, he hears he hears that joke every day of his life. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, uh, I'm sure I'm sure there are, but sure. uh, I don't um, I don't necessarily remember. Um, um, no. All right, sounds like you don't care. Sounds like you were a bad teacher. That's what I that's what I'm taking away from this that you had little interest in your students. I don't need to know their names. They're dollar signs as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's rent. Um, uh, Colton Dunn has been our guest. Colton's, of course, Garrett on Superstore, the uh, uh, a Pardo uh, favorite, a Belknap favorite. Uh, uh, Elliot, right. you watch it as well and love it, right? Yes, I'm caught up. So the only All guy right, not watching Garrett, it is what's you, going is on, you, buddy? Right? Uh, there's no reason. I have no excuse. To be honest. Oh, okay, good. I thought you said there's no reason to watch the show. No, no, no. That's savage. Wow. Goodness gracious. Right to the bones. Right to the dice. Right to the ankle knuckles. No, I just have it. I just have it. It's 
There's no I reason. I love everybody on stores. it, so there's no reason for me not right. to watch it. Sorry, Jimmy, go ahead. Stay, no, no, uh, Garen, I was just agreeing with you. And, and uh, you know, Superstore is one of those shows that not unlike The Good Place where I want to know how some of these people are in real life. They're so good as their characters, like the young lady who is married to, uh, is it Johnny Pemberton? I always get his name, last name yeah. wrong. Is it uh, Pemberton? Yeah, Pemberton, Pemberton. Uh, Johnny. The young lady that plays Also his from wife. Minnesota. Um, uh, oh, Cheyenne. Yeah. Uh, Cheyenne. Uh, Bloom. She, uh, she is so great that I just imagine that's how she is in real life. Like she's that in, convincing. <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she is great. No, she's very, she's oh, very no. smart, smart, smart young lady. But yes, yeah, she does. There's, there's, there's some. But she, you know, there's. She definitely is put on a little bit of a character, but she also has brought herself to that character for sure. <laughs> um, and let me ask one more question, Colton. Uh, and I apologize for nerding out on this. Uh, as a guy who grew up loving sketch comedy, moved to New York to do it, you have a chance to now be in the cast with a guy from the New Kids. Uh, uh, not the New Kids. The, the Kids in the Hall. That had to be pretty cool. Oh, very cool. Extremely cool. Yes, I'm a huge, was always a huge fan of Kids in the Hall. So that was uh, really amazing. And not only that, he's just an awesome guy. So it's been great. Oh. We should we share a trailer. Uh, I don't know this season how much uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll <laughs> right. see each other. But, uh, but yeah, he, he, it's amazing working with Mark McKinney. He's great. That's great. Uh, well, I'm, I, again, I'm, I'm literally giddy like, a, like an idiot that, I, that you guys are getting back into production and that we get to watch it again soon. Um, Colton, thank you for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Of course. We'll see you in, what, 2035? Uh, if, yes. uh, if our schedule seems to be working properly. <laughs> yeah, you know, our, just let me know. <laughs> uh, will do. Uh, all right. On behalf of the pop culture, he's looking up there at the weather desk. That's Garen Cockrell, the, video, uh, the village idiot behind video... Uh, Village, that is Elliot Hochberg, the honcho, holding down the fort up at the uh, Never Not Funny H, uh, HQ in Sherman Oaks, California. And uh, uh, my buddy Colton Dunn, finally making an appearance on the program. Glad to have him here. I am Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2020, Never Not Funny, LLC. Never Not Funny.